0: Hare Krishna, welcome to the third part of this song, Vrindavane Bhajan, written by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. And we have been studying this for the last two days, and today is the third day. So, this is a very epic poem by Srila Prabhupada, consisting of 108 couplets divided into 27 sections, so, four couplets in each section. So, this basically explains, um, gives us a glimpse into the compassionate heart of a world preacher, Jagat Guru, that Prabhupāda is. So, um, we have done 15 sections so far. We have studied in two sessions. And today we will start from the section 16. But before we start, we will um, say the Mangalacharan prayers and then we will begin. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevāya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevāya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Agyanati Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshuram Militam Yena Tasmay Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanyamano Bhishtam STHAPITAM Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Hakadamah Yam Dadadi Swapadantikam Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurum Vaishnavamstra Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsa Jeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri He Krishna Karanasindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kantanamostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari प्रृष्भास्ते देवी प्रणमामी हरिप्रिय वांछा कलपतरू भ्यष्च्या कृपासं भुभ्य एवचा पदितानाम बावनेभ्य, वैष्ण वेभ्य नमौंन महान नमं विष्णुपाा या कृष्णा प्रृष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमति भक्ति वेदांत स्वाम नमस्ते सारस्वति देव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaidhagadhar Shri Vasadigaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama, Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to the third part of this beautiful song Vrindavane Bhajan which is an epic song 108 couplets giving us a glimpse into the heart of a world preacher, Srila Prabhupada and it was never before released I mean it was, I mean there's this book called the shower of divine compassion and that's where we have taken this from Um, so now at least we can study this because there are so many nice things so far in the 15 sections that we have gone through we have seen the futility of material relationships and our real relationship with Krishna and through Krishna with everybody because Krishna is our father so we are all related, we are all one family. Hmm. So that illusory family conception is is waste of time and the real family is the entire, all living entities and because of that a devotee will have uh, compassion for those who are suffering because just like if somebody is in our own family they suffer we want to go out all our way out to help them. So similarly, a devotee will want to help. And what is the medium of help? What is the help that we can give? Opening hospitals and schools won't do much good, won't do any good in fact to the soul. <coughs> they just pro- provide some temporary convenience for the body, but nothing for the soul. It's a waste of time. So a real spiritualist, a real devotee, he will never do undertake these kinds of uh, missions. So, the medium of help is the instruction of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The knowledge. Sambandha, Abhidheya and prayojana. So, sambandha, once it is established, the relationship with the Lord, then the process by which the relationship can be revived, the Abhidheya, and the final goal, which is prayojana, that means the attainment of that relationship. So, the sambandha, sambandha jnana, and of course the procedure, Abhidheya, and when we, once we follow this, understand and follow then we will reach the prayojan for sure so that's how that is the medium of help so it's all, it all starts from the Sambandha Gyan and that's where Bhagavad Gita comes in and the glories of Bhagavad Gita have been uh, enumerated in the previous sections and in the Bhagavad Gita Krishna um, using Arjuna as the calf he has milked the cow of the Upanishads and that milk is the Bhagavad Gita and this nectar milk can be enjoyed by everyone just like a cow would give milk not only to the calf but also to the humans because cow always produces more milk than is necessary for the calf and here we have a Surabhi cow of the Upanishads so Sarvopanishadogavo dogdha gopalanandana Sudhir Bhokta, dugdham gita Mritam mahat so this is in the Gita Mahatmya by Vaishankaracharya so Arjuna through Arjuna Krishna has disseminated the knowledge of Bhagavad Gita throughout the world and Arjuna In the Bhagavad Gita has uh, shown us how to surrender to that instruction of Bhagavad Gita. Hmm. So he said, and Prabhupada mentions in the previous section, Karishye Vachanam vachanam Tava, a mantra siddhi. This is the perfection of all mantras. What is that? Karishye Vachanam Tava. I will do whatever you say, Krishna.
1: Hmm.
0: So, that is how we have to also follow in the footsteps of Arjuna, the perfect student. So, um, so then that the, the then he is addressing another thing now, that Vaishnava he is very active. A Vaishnava is not just a passive person, hmm. because Arjuna was a fighter. So some may claim, oh, what kind of Vaishnava is he? He was a violent man. He killed his own grandfather and uncle and cousins. What kind of Vaishnava is he? He is not non-violent. So, a devotee, a Vaishnava, he does not um, uh, take sides with these materialistic non-violent principles. No. He is a devotee. He is not an enjoyer. He is not a renouncer. Uh, And he does not have this false uh, compassion, false uh, non-violence. No. If violence has to be applied, it has to be applied. So, just like a police. Police has to apply violence sometimes to catch the thief. So likewise so uh, of course in our case we don't have to fight a war but we have to be active our war is against our just like Arjuna's battle was at the battlefield of Kurukshetra that was not his only battle whole life they have been you know going through battles so everyone like that has a battle in their own lives and we have to fight the battle of our life for Krishna's satisfaction So that is what we have to learn from Arjuna. How he fought for Krishna's satisfaction. So similarly we have to do it. We we cannot be idle. We cannot do this nirjan bhajan. Solitary chanting, you know, just like lazy fellow. Of course, Haridas Thakur was chanting, but he's not lazy. He also preached. And chanting is not lazy. Chanting with you know chanting is the highest. Always chanting Kirtaniya Sadahari. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. Kirtaniya Sadahari but on the pretext of chanting when one is advanced yes he can always chant and in fact it is said I I don't remember where I saw this that actually the Lord maintains this material world only because of the very very rare few uh, devotees who are doing unalloyed devotional service to him so sometimes he leaves the pure devotees in the material world because even if the (laughs) even if the lord is getting disgusted with all the conditioned souls just because of the presence of that um, great soul the, the the facilities are still you know there just like we have learned in the bhagavad gita that if we do yajnas then we will be rewarded with rewarded with all the necessities for our life right so <clears throat> but in kaliuga nobody is doing any yajnas how come the necessities are still coming although it is not very steady but at least it is coming still we are not dying immediately and that is because of some presence of some devotees who are doing yajna, Sankirtan Yajna and with, with the mercy of Prabhupada, this Sankirtan is going on all over the world so because of the presence of this Sankirtan movement, Yajna uh, the thing is going on they think, oh because of this United Nations, some big big meetings and just big delegations—they so are making things move, but actually, that's not making anything move. The real thing that is making move, making everything move is the Lord, Lord's affection for His devotees who are still in this world. So, <coughs> so anyway, a devotee is not um, complacent. So, in the pretext of chanting, we cannot be lazy. Oh, I will chant Prabhu. Kirtaniya Sada Hari. Hare Krishna. As if I can chant Kirtaniya Sada Hari. Haridas huh? <coughs> Thakur was chanting in pure love of Godhead for all the 192 rounds he was chanting. We are forgetting every 2 seconds we are forgetting Krishna while chanting also. So, what kind of chanting? So, we have to be Krishna Akila Cheshta. For a neophyte devotee especially, he has to be engaged in so many different kinds of services. He is restless. But that restlessness can be reposed on Krishna sometimes we are able to chant sometimes we are not able to chant i mean we are not able to chant the whole time so we are restless so okay we change the activity but that other activity also should be in connection with krishna so in that way we can one by one all our senses can be used in krishna's service so this is how we have to engage and not only this he is always thinking they are always anxious the devotees they are always anxious about how to help others even Vyasadev he saw the uh, condition of the age and he said what should i do then he wrote the Bhagavadam. of course he got um, he wrote the whole vedas mahabharata everything and after um, his guru Muni's instruction then he wrote the Bhagavadam. he was still not feeling all right after he wrote all the vedas and everything uh, because he is thinking no this is not really going to help yeah i have given everything for the gradual evolution of i mean consciousness but still, something is missing. So, narad Muni said, yes, you have to describe the Lord's pastimes directly. That will be the perfection of your writing. Uh, then he did it. So, whether they are writing, like, you know, six Goswamis, you may say, oh, what they were doing? Prabhupada, one person went all over the world, these six Goswamis, six of them were there, and then what they were doing? Well, Nana shastra vicharanaikani punao dharma samsthapakau. Why Prabhupāda could go all over the world and preach? Because they have established all this. So every Acharya has his part in the whole mission. Every single Acharya, every one of them can... In fact, it is said in the Chaitanya Chaitanya Every associate of Chaitanya, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is capable of delivering the entire universe. Every single associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But uh, they come and play a part, play a part, play a part. You know, In this way, the whole parampara and even Prabhupada did the whole thing he, he he spread the holy name all over the world but still he ha- we have so much service because there are always newer and newer souls not all of them will become devotees right at the moment uh, so of course he can make them then he left service for us hmm. so this is mercy that the Acharyas although they are capable of delivering the entire universe they still leave service for us hmm. so that we can do in that way, we have to understand this parampara system. So, now, with our understanding, section 16, true nature of a devotee. If you see, this transition happens here. You see, Karishya vachanam tava she mantra siddhi. Atayeva yudhe tar holo yasho vriddhi I am now firm and free from doubt and have prepared to act according to instructions. Arjuna spoke this most perfect of mantras. <coughs> And thus fought that battle and became forever famous. So then the Vaishnava devotees are typically non-violent and indifferent to the world and simply chant holy names on their beads. Some people may say like this. How then can Arjuna, a warrior in the midst of worldly activity, be considered a devotee? Some may ask. So then answer. True nature of a devotee. Nirdvandva Vaishnava sudhu mala Bolo e, khaye a Vaishnava is completely peaceful and simply spends his time chanting japa on his beads. Whoever speaks in this way only eats the mind's bananas. That means he reaches a false conclusion based on external appearances. Hmm. So it's just uh, mind's bananas means just like you know, munching on one's own, uh, uh, ruminating on one's own mental concoction, mental concoction ideas. Manakola. Vaishnavaniriha akrita droha kintuna hina virya yatha loka bhave. A devotee of the Lord is naturally gentle in disposition and bears no malice toward other living beings. But that does not mean he is a weakling and possesses no valour, as many people foolishly think.
1: Hmm.
0: Gentle and humble does not mean weak. Hmm. Sometimes, even in Sanskrit, the word is like kind of the same. Karpanya. Karpanya došo pa hatasva bhava. Karpanya means weakness.
1: Hmm.
0: So, um, Karpanya. And the other Karpanya is there in that verse where Shadvidha sharanagati. Six types of, um, six aspects of surrender. Anukulya sa sankalpa, prathikulya prati- prati- sa varjanam, rakshishyati iti vishwaso shadvidha sharanagati here karpanya means humility so there is mentioned as weakness here humility so it might karpanya can be used either way but a devotee may be appearing as karpanya or weak but actually he is humble and that does not mean he becomes active whenever the need is there like the hanuman he fought valorously. But he was a humble devotee of Ram. Ram Dhu Hanuman. You see? Hmm. Bharatter Dui Yudhe Dui Mahashoe Vaishnavera Agrani Tara Kori Lovijay. Exactly the same topic. Hanuman is coming here. Bharatera Dui Yudhe Dui Mahashoy. Vaishnavera Agrani Tara Kori In the two great battles of ancient India, Ramayan, Mahabharat, there were two great heroes. Both were exalted devotees of the Lord and thus they were victorious. So who were they? Hanuman and Arjuna. See, both were victorious. So and they fought. They just did not sit down. Ah Hanuman did not think Ah Ram is Supreme Personality of Godhead, no. By His mercy, everything will happen. Sita will be found. Sita will be found. No, don't worry. Don't worry. No. He went and... You know, took all the trouble to find. See, Ram can... Oh, Ram does not need to find. He knows where everything is. <laughs> where everybody is. Even, we cannot hide from the Lord. <laughs> he is Paramatma. He is sitting in our heart. So, Sita, wherever she is, Ram is there. He doesn't know where Sita is. But, he is accepting service. And, you know... Um, acting as if he is helpless. It's like Srila Prabhupada said, the deity, Krishna's deity, form, he is acting as if he is helpless. I cannot dress myself. Please you dress me. Otherwise, the cloth is supplied by him only. Our cloth also is supplied by him only. Otherwise, we will be nanga. We will be, <laughs> we will be naked ourselves. <laughs> he is providing for our clothes also and he does not know how to dress himself. And he is the most impec- impeccable dresser. He is the most perfect dresser. The most attractive dressing nobody can beat him krishna but still he acts as if no oh, i don't know i cannot move you please dress me so that we have service so whenever acharyas or the supreme lord they act like you know they're helpless actually there is mercy they are very capable krishna is capable and of course you know uh, the acharyas are capable all powerful just like once um, that video is also there where Śrīla Prabhupāda was asked by one devotee. Um, Bhaktivenu Thakur said that he is leaving this world with his work unfinished. Prabhupāda said, let's finish it. He left it for us for, to finish it. He is all-powerful, Vaishnava. Uh, he could have finished it. But then we will not have any service. So to give us service, uh, it is there. So he did not complete, seemingly. But through us he will be completing it. Hmm. Only because of His mercy, we can do anything. Hmm. So, this is, this is the understanding we should have. understanding Prabhu is saying, Lamb among association of devotees and lion outside. Yeah, this is perfect example. So, in the association of devotees, one must be like a lamb, very humble. But when we are preaching, when we are, you know, carrying out the instructions of the Lord, we have to be like lion, fearless. Hmm. If force aggression is re- required, we have to use but of course our movement Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not take any weapons so our aggression should be to preach the message
1: hmm.
0: we don't need to you know imitate Hanuman neither can we do also you know that um, he carried around his weapon and then smashed everybody in his way but we cannot do that see and neither we need to do we have to follow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, method but we have to be active, that's the point. We have to fight the battle. It's still a battle. It's a different way, but it's still a battle. To preach Krishna consciousness is easy. It's a battle. But we have to rise to the occasion and then do it. NIRJENDRIYA TRIPTIVAN CHAE YUDDHANAHI KARE VAISHNAVA VALIYATAYE SAMSARE it is known throughout the entire world that one who is a Vaishnava never fights a battle out of desires for personal sense gratification. Personally, he won't fight. Even Prabhupada, you see, in his life, his business was taken away by some his manager. He was cheated of his, by his manager, and his manager took all his business. He did not fight. He thought it was Lord's mercy. But when Juhu land, you know that Mr. Nair was there, trying to take away, he did not say, "Oh, this is Krishna, never mind." no 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 he fought to the tooth and nail he fought very hard in the court and eventually krishna finished that man off he died of heart attack so why he is so vehemently fighting for one land piece of land if that if not for that land another land okay never mind you know krishna no 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 he fought but for his own business his entire life livelihood was depending on the It was gone, never mind, this is Krishna, Krishna has removed my attachment. He did not say the same thing for, oh, Juhu, that that is going to be very uh, beachfront, you know, very, um, what is that, prestigious property. So, Krishna is removing my attachment for prestigious place, and he wants me to be humble. No, 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 that was not the lesson. For Krishna's sake, it should be the most opulent. Why Krishna should be in humble circumstances? What is Krishna? Krishna is our das or what? So, for him, everything should be, you know, Sriniketan, he is the master of, uh, he is the abode of Lakshmi, abode of opulence. Why his abode should be in the Daridra place? Huh? He is the abode of opulence. And why he is, uh, his place cannot be in the place of opulence? In fact, after that only the Juhu became very, very this thing. Of course, that time also it was quite prestigious. It became even more prestigious. Hmm. But this is the point. Now, Krishna says we have to fight. Section 17, a Vaishnava is not inactive. Vaishnava na dekhiya bole Vaishnava nishkriya, Vaishnava sadai sakriya. Those who have never seen a true Vaishnava mistakenly claim that Vaishnava is inactive. Actually, a Vaishnava is always active, but only in the Supreme Lord's devotional service. So we have this verse in the Bhagavad Gita, 2nd chapter, 69th verse. What is night for all beings is the time for awakening for the self-control. And the time of awakening for all beings is night for the introspective sage. So where in the night okay, what it means this is a figurative way of explaining that the night in the night we are not usually active we are sleeping. So the the field of activities in which the materialist is sleeping the spiritualist is wide awake that means in the matter of self-realization the materialist is sleeping it is night for him this this domain is night for him for him the day means where his active is in the materialistic domain oh, doing all kinds of sinful activities and engrossed in the material attachment whereas the transcendentalist the devotee he is for him that is night he is inactive in in that part of life where attachment to all this family and all these things working hard day and night like a dog he is inactive but he is very active in self-realization he is wide awake in this matter so that's why (laughs) when the transcendentalist is awake this materialist is sleeping and in when materialist is awake transcendentalist is sleeping means he is not doing anything in the material field so whenever this materialist is awake he is always seeing the transcendentalist sleeping ah, he is inactive this is their conclusion <laughs> ah, he is always sleeping whole life whole life sleeping nothing inactive flow but when he is active this person is inactive and he is also seeing this person is inactive always but he also knows what he does when he sleeps, what he does, he also knows. But this person has no materialist has no idea of what the spiritualist is doing. When he's awake or sleeping, both he's not knowing. So that's why he comes to this wrong conclusion. The neophyte being bereft of true life. You see that, pran hina pran aache jar, she hetu prachar, Bhakti Siddhansaraswati Thakur said in this Vaishnava K, that, that beautiful song that he wrote, instructive song, there in the last stanza he says, pran aache jar, she hetu prachar, those who have life, uh, they, will, they will preach, it means those who are lifeless, they cannot preach. That means we have to be alive in Krishna Consciousness. We have to be enthusiastic. We have to be dead, you know. If I am dead, you know, like... "Ah, Ayo, this Mangalarti. Ayo, chanting Hare Krishna. If only this chanting was not there, I would have had so much time for service. Really? (laughs) So, if I think like that, if I have no prana, no no life in my, you know, uh, this thing, my spiritual life, just a dead, like a dead zombie I'm following, oh just chanting or you know, some, doing something, just eating, sleeping, not reading at all, no enthusiasm, nothing, zero. Then there's a problem. See? Then such a person is Kanishtha, Kanishtha Dikar, third class devotee. Pranheena kore, tare ke The neophyte devotee being bereft of true life does not engage in such active devotional service to the lord hoping to earn the reputation of a so-called sage he pretentiously retires to a secluded cottage let's see if he okay you know what here i want to show you something kanishta since the word kanishta has come pranheen Kaniṣṭha she seva nahi kure. so let me show you this part this madhvacharya speaking has written this commentary you know this verse right 11247 which is the kanishta Adhikari verse Usually, Levant Kanto purports, we don't really pay much, much attention. because written by these gurus. But sometimes, there are Acharya's uh, commentaries and some nice shlokas from the shastras. So, we should pay, note, uh, pay attention to that. So, here, 11.247, Srimad bhagavatam Archa yame baharaye pujaamya shraddhaye hate natad bhaktesuchanyeshu sabhakta sa prakritah <speaking in foreign language> smritaham. A devotee who faithfully engages in the worship of the deity in the temple but does not behave properly toward other devotees or people in general is called a Prakrita Bhakta, a materialistic devotee and is considered to be in the lowest position. So he does not know how to behave. What is the basis of behavior? This is the basis of behavior. Proper behavior means this. Not just Hare Krishna. That is not proper behavior. Saying Hare Krishna is proper behavior but... I mean, just like you know, always so-called smiling. That is not a, not only that is the proper behavior. There is a whole range how to behave properly. And this is the proper behavior. Second class devotee, he behaves properly. Ishvare Tadhineshu, Balisheshu, Dvishatsucha, Prema Maitri, Kripa yahkaroti Yakaroti Samadhyamaha. Ishvare, Tadathineshu, Baliseshu, Vishhatsucha. Four kinds of people four kinds of uh, personalities he notes and he behaves differently with different people. What is that? Ishware, the Lord, Tadadhineshu, his devotees, Balisheshu, the innocent but non devotees. So, the non devotees there are two classes innocent and envious. Balisheshu is innocent. Um, what is that? Dvishatsu, envious. So, with these four, he does four things Prema, Maitri, Kripa, Upeksha four. Prema in in sequential order. Ishvare, Prema. Tadadhineshu, Maitri, friendship with the devotees. Balisheshu, Kripa. Dvishatsu, uh, what is that? Upeksha, neglect. So in this way, four different behaviors and of course it can be more, more granular description can be given like for example devotees, Maitri, friendship with devotees. But there are three kinds of friendship. Hmm. There is um, actually, uh, of course, there is this verse, but uh, I'm looking for another verse. Oh, I forgot. How do I find in this book now? Um, Okay, anyway, first let us go to NY5 first. But there's another Bhagavatam verse. Okay. Krishnetiyas yasyagiritam manasadriyeta dikshasti chet pranati bhishcha bhajantamisham ninda adishunya rhythmi One should mentally honour, number one, the Maitri devotees. Huh? Who is devotee? Even once. One devotee, somebody who chants the name of Krishna is considered to be a devotee. So one should mentally honour the devotee who chants the holy name of Lord Krishna. One should offer humble obeisances with body, mental and then body. Um, to the devotee who has undergone spiritual initiation, diksha. With body we have to pranam. Dikshasthi chedh pranatibhish. Pranatibhish. Pranati means offering physical obeisances. So, not only mentally honour, but also physically. Hmm? And is engaged in worshipping the deity. And one should associate with and faithfully serve that pure devotee who is advanced in devo- undeviated devotional service and whose heart is completely devoid of the propensity to criticise others. So, this is the first class devotee. And he should be fully serving and surrendering to that person. Hmm? So, in Maitri also there is this you know, uh, division. Now, there is another verse uh um. There is a verse. I just, just hold on. How to treat different people differently like superiors equals and inferiors how to treat them differently i'm just uh, hold on here ah krishna krishna found it no 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 not this this is also one other one Okay, this is another one, actually. <laughs> no, not this one. Hmm. Krishna, Krishna. I'm sorry, I'm wasting the time. I... Not this one, superiors. Okay, I think I can't remember that. Never mind. But anyway, the point is behavior. 4834? Ah, yes, this is the one. 4834. What is the words? I, I don't know why I'm searching for the wrong words. Okay, thank you. More qualified. Pleased. I was looking for happy and superior. More qualified. Pleased. And then compassionate. Yeah, compassionate was was searching for. Okay, so anyway, here is the verse. Thank you very much. 4.8.34 Shramat Bhautam. mudam lipsed anukrosham gunadhamat maitrim Every man should act like this. When he meets a person more qualified than himself, he should be very pleased. When he meets someone less qualified than himself, he should be compassionate toward him. And when he meets someone equal to himself, he should make friendship with him. I was searching for the word friendly and it was friendship. In this way, one is never affected by the threefold miseries of this material world. But of course, there is another opaksha, neglect of those who are envious of the Supreme Lord or His faithful devotee. So, these things are there. Now, going back to this verse, 11 to 47. Here there is a very very important instruction we all have to very carefully note what is that let's go to the purpose see Madhvacharya is telling i'll show you okay before we go here i'll show you another one Uh, same verse exactly same verse 11 to 47 but quoted in chaitanya charitamrita but you see just let us recap the translation here and when you look at the translation there slightly different but it says the same meaning a devotee who faithfully engages in the worship of the deity in the temple but does not behave properly toward other devotees or people in general is called Prakrata Bhakta, a materialistic devotee and is considered to be in the lowest position right he does not behave well he may be a a lamb outside and a lion in the temple with the devotees fighting with the devotees lion instead of being lion outside while preaching lion in the temple lamb outside humble <laughs> hare krishna so this is also misbehavior so anyway, now let me show why this misbehaviour happens, the same words, Prabhupada translated differently in them, Chaitanya um, Chaya. I think 7.74 ah, 22.74, sorry Pujam Bhakte Shu Prakrita Now a prakrita bhakta or materialistic devotee does not purposefully study the Shastra. This is the reason why. Of course it is not stated in the verse, but Prabhupada is explaining. If you see the before, see so this is the intermediate devotee and this is the first class devotee. A devotee is considered superlative or superior according to his attachment and love. In the 11th Kant of of Bhagavatam, the following symptoms have been given. So, so here, Prabhupada translates differently Prakrita Bhakta or materialistic devotee does not purposefully study the Shastra. It means he does not scrutinizingly study the Shastra. Hmm. And this is the reason for all his contamination. Third-class devotee can rise to second-class if he takes the Shastra and all the rules of the Guru seriously. So, bhakta does not purposefully study the Shastra and try to understand the actual standard of pure devotional service. Consequently, he does not show proper respect to advanced devotees. He may however follow the regulative principles learned from his spiritual master or from his family who worships the deity. He is to be considered on the material platform although he is trying to advance in devotional service. Such a person is a bhakta praya, neophyte devote Praya means almost. Nashta prayeshu. Huh? All the abhadrani, dirty things in the heart, are almost completely destroyed. Nashta means destroyed. Nashta prayeshu means almost destroyed. Praya means almost. So bhakta praya means almost devotee. No, cannot be said like a complete devotee because he has this. But he is considered a kanishta, third class devotee. Or Bhakta Abhas. Slight. Uh, I mean. Slight. Uh, enlightenment of. In devotional service. Uh, you see for. He is little enlightened. Slight enlightenment is there. In, among, uh, about Vaishnava philosophy. But. He is still not established. In that very well. See. So in this way. We have to understand. So. Because he does not read. So consequently. His behavior. Is a bit off. And Madhvacharya explains this. In the purport of the 11 to 47. Let's go there now. Okay. Srila Madhvacharya comments that one in the lowest stage of devotional service faithfully worships the deity in the temple, but is not aware that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is actually all-pervading. Now, he must have heard this many times, but still he's not aware of it.
1: Hmm.
0: This same mentality can be seen in the Western countries where people commit all types of sinful activities in their homes and in the street, but then piously go to a church and pray to God for mercy. Actually, okay, this is not Madhvachara that sentence, but anyway, we can see. Actually, God is in our home, God is in the street, God is in our office, God is in the forest, God is everywhere, and therefore, God should be worshipped everywhere, everywhere by the process of devotional service at His lotus feet. As stated in verse 41 of this chapter, mahimcha, sarit sharīram. Yat Kimcha Bhutam Pranameda A devotee should not see anything as being separate from the Supreme Personality of God, Godhead Krishna. Ether, fire, air, water, earth, the sun, and the other luminaries, all living beings, directions, trees, and other plants, rivers, and oceans, whatever a devotee experiences, he should consider to be an expansion of Krishna. Hmm, this is actually a very nice verse 11 to 41. Hmm. In fact, Chaitanya Saritamata is it's mentioned in a different way. Sthavar so, jangam um, dekhe na dekhe murti sarvatra hoy nija ishtadevas purti Thus, seeing everything that exists within creation as the body of the Supreme Lord Hari, the devotee should offer his sincere respects to the entire expansion of the Lord's body. This is the vision of the Mahabhagavat devotee of the Lord. Srila Madhvacharya states that a Madhyama Adhikari, this is important now. A Madhyama Adhikari, a devotee in the intermediate stage, sees the Supreme Personality of Godhead as the cause of all causes and therefore offers his love to the Lord. Ishware Prema. Such a devotee is a sincere friend of other devotees. Tadadhineshu Maitri. Um, is merciful to the ignorant. Balisheshu Kripa and avoids the atheists. Dviśatsu Kupekśa Nonetheless, Sarvasya Jagato Pitu His realization of the all-pervading feature of the Supreme Lord is imperfect. Hmm. He has not completely realized the all-pervading nature, but he is trying to understand by Shastric uh, quotes like this. Although he does have a general sense that everyone is ultimately meant to be a devotee of the Supreme Lord and he tries to use everything in the service of Krishna, aware that everything belongs to the Lord, he may be bewildered by association with atheistic men. Hmm. See, he may be bewildered by association with atheistic men. Srila Madhvacharya states, archa samsthitam vishnum jnatva tad naiva janati yah puman a kanishta adhikari has no idea that the supreme lord has a power to exist outside a church or temple furthermore being puffed up by his own ceremonial worship atmano bhakti Darpataha. a kanishta adhikari cannot imagine that anyone is more pious or religious than he you see he cannot imagine that there is anyone more pious or religious. so he doesn't consider anybody superior so that's why his behavior is bad yes, now we have seen how to treat a person who is more qualified than oneself he should. we should be pleased in their association but this person oh he is doing more service okay you know what i'll spoil his service something i'll do i have to be better I, what is this nonsense how can somebody be better than me this is his consciousness uh, you know that's why he cannot behave properly but when he when he goes out he wants to be known as a great devotee so he'll be humble with the outside people with the devotees he'll fight A Kanishta Adhikari cannot imagine that anyone is more pious or religious than he. And he is not even aware that other devotees are more advanced. Thus he cannot understand the Madhyama or Uttama standard of devotional service. He cannot understand. And sometimes because of his false pride, he criticizes the more advanced devotees of the Lord, neglects them or simply has no understanding of their exalted position as preachers or completely self-realized souls and this thing happened to Prabhupada, when he was preaching his godbrothers were envious, oh how come you have taken the name Prabhupada you know, they, they, they found fault with him
1: hmm.
0: of course Prabhupada you know, he said no, you see my letterhead is only A.C. Uh, Bhaktivedanta Swami there is no Prabhupada, my disciples call me, yes that is their duty hmm. that is their duty to call like that so God brothers could not say anything but they were not happy. Even though he was doing all kind of preaching, they were not happy by seeing him preaching. When they found that he is more qualified than them, he preached all over the world. They were not pleased to see him. So their maryada, the, the basic etiquette, they were wrong. So that is a, third, that's a symptom of a third class devotee. He does not know how to behave. And sometimes because of his false pride, he criticizes the more advanced devotees of the Lord, neglects them or simply has no understanding of their exalted position as preachers or completely self-realized souls. Another symptom of the Kanishta Adhikari is that he is infatuated by the material qualifications of so-called great materialistic persons. He gets, oh, he's a PhD. Okay, okay, okay. I'll preach to him because then I will be known as a preacher of a PhD person. He will differ in his preaching to a so-called educated man and so, so-called, so um, you know, illiterate man. Uh, spiritual qualification is what needs to be seen. Yeah, I mean, we can preach to a PhD. We are not saying, oh, PhD means we should not preach. No, we are not saying that. We should preach to everybody. But it is not that, oh, oh, this person, oh, maybe I, I will become his friend so that um, I can get something convenience from him. I will say that, okay, you know, I'll give you some blessings or something like that. Oh, Krishna will bless your business or you'll become successful businessman. All these cheap, cheap things, you know, telling, you know, without preaching the real philosophy. So he's infatuated by the material qualifications. In fact, now we are seeing in ISKCON, some devotees, they put their name as so-and-so, Das, and then uh, brackets PhD or IIT Kanpur or, you know, this, 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 all so many qualifications why why where should we we have to be infatuated of course they say that oh this is a preaching tool because other people will be impressed by that and they will listen no it does not matter whether you're phd or what once you start speaking if you speak if you make sense when you speak people will listen nobody is going to ask you whether you you which qualification what is your qualification and huh? let me let me see nobody if you speak sense people will listen so we just have to know our philosophy. Like for myself, I I do not have, even have a degree. I did some diploma. That's it. But people are listening and saying, "Oh, this is nice." I'm not saying, "Oh, I'm a big class giver or what." No. But when we speak, when we make sense, because we are repeating Prabhupada's words, the <laughs> you know that story of the donkey on with the deity on the donkey. You know, there was one man. He was um, carrying uh, deity because he wanted to carry the deity from one place to another uh, to install in a temple. Because the deity was, you know, carved, and he was going. He had to be taken, so he were, He hired a donkey, and he was putting the deity on the donkey, and then he was going. So everywhere he would go, people would bow down, and the donkey was thinking, "Whoa, man." this is good everybody's respecting it. without a doubt everybody is just falling on the ground like that whoa yeah i'm great but when the <laughs> deity went there and then it was installed uh, the deity was installed and then this donkey was going and then he was saying hey oh, eh, hey eh, bray bray he was you know, making sound hee-haw hee-haw he was braying and everybody was throwing stones at the donkey what nonsense shut up <laughs> What happened? You no, know, everybody was bound on to me. What happened suddenly? Um, so, we should always re- understand that whenever we are having some qualification, it's only because. See, the why people you know have some good impression about what we speak in ISKM? Because we follow, we are quoting Srila Prabhupada's books. And this this knowledge is the one which is making us look good. Otherwise, we have no this thing. So, we should always remember that. So the thing is, if we just repeat the words of Krishna, because Krishna is the most intelligent. He's not just PhD and all this rubbish. He's God. Okay. So when he says something, it's all perfect. And when we repeat it, we will be all perfect. And people will listen. Nobody asked Prabhupada. Prabhupada, what is the qualification? What degree? What what PhD? No, nobody asked. University professors were listening to him. That is the meaning of the word Prabhupada. At whose feet the masters sit they may be big big masters scientists this this that but they are sitting and listening from Prabhupada and learning from him because Prabhupada is preaching krishna's word and krishna's word is always the most logical and the most meaningful every other knowledge falls short way short so the symptom of kanishta adhikari is that he is infatuated by the material material qualifications of so-called Great Materialistic Persons. And this reason why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not want to meet Prataprudra, Maharaj Prataprudra. He tried his best not to meet. Everybody was mentioning him, mentioning to him, oh, he is a great devotee, but no, no, no. I cannot meet because he is big king. I don't want to take any favours from a pound, pounds and shillings man, no. But of course, later on, because he was devotee, then his son was sent and then he was very attracted to the son and eventually he came in disguise and massaged the lord's feet and he was chanting nice slokas from Geet Govinda and Krishna Karnamrita and all that and then eventually the conversation started and then he was accepted by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because of his devotional qualifications not because of his kingly quali- royal qualifications no hmm. so we have to know what Krishna accepts and we have to Preach to the people what qualifications are actually worthy of having. If you see what is actually knowledge, the definition of knowledge in Bhagavad Gita, you will see that all these PhDs are useless, rascals, without any with zero qualification. You see now, let's see this here. 13 chapter 8 through 12th. Through these are the ingredients of education, real education. Okay? अमानित्वम् अदम्भित्वम् अदंभितत्वం हिं साक्षंतिरा जवंमाचार యോपास अනంශचం स्थैर्यం आत्मविनिග रहाह इन्්‍ර जन्म मृत्यु जरा व్්‍යधित दुखद शाాनु दर्శනం अසक्तिर अण भिषवंగ पुत्र ධాරග්‍රහ दिश नित्यం चసමचितत्त्वം ஷ्టानो इ्ట निष्ट भक्तिर अव्यभिचाరిण. Vivictadesha Sevitvam Aratirjana samsade Sade Adhatmagyana Nityatvam Tatvagyana Artadarshanam Etagyanam Itproktam Agyanam Yadatonyatha You see the last two lines Etad Jnanam Ittiproktam Agyanam Yad Atom Anyatha All these are the qualifications of a person who is in knowledge. Anything other than this is ignorance. You see this? Last line of this. All these are declared to be knowledge and besides this, whatever there may be is ignorance. Now, let us see all the list of the things that are considered as knowledge by Krishna. And let us see if our education system teaches any of these things. Humility. We want to be at the top. on the best. Humility. Pridelessness. Non-violence. Tolerance. Here, non-violence means to preach. Because violence, jiva himsa means... To let them suffer and if you don't preach they are suffering so therefore non violence means to preach actually not simply some you know uh, some Mahatma Gandhi kind of non-violence foolish foolish non-violence actually the British were not afraid of his non-violence let him be non-violent no no there will be absolutely zero threat to our uh, this thing let him be non-violent let him do the fast and uh, we will uh, we will continue with our reign only when Subhash Chandra Bose came and then he uh, threatened with the international army, then they, they gave up. So, humility, pridelessness, non violence, tolerance, simplicity, approaching a bona fide spiritual master. Where? Where in the education system? Approaching a bona fide spiritual master. Where? Acharya They think, oh, in our context, acharya means going to admission in school. Uh, the, the teachers are the acharyas. Rubbish. Okay, we cannot just. Acharya means what? Who shows by example? Acharya. What is the prime duty of human life? He is Acharya. Acharyopasanam. Hmm. Um, Cleanliness. They don't even... Here at least in India, everybody washes the backside after passing stool. Here, they wipe with paper. Nowadays, I think in India also they are trying to do this. But here, especially they wipe with paper. No clean... I mean, we we have to take shower after passing stool. That is the... Even we are not... in, In India also, this is not taught that we have to shower take bath or take shower after passing stool is not taught but at least they wash their backside with water in India here wipe with paper what is this nonsense I mean this is just external cleanliness internal cleanliness steadiness self-control renunciation of the objects of sense gratification absence of false ego the perception of the evil of birth death old age and disease to see that all material advancement will be waste because these four things are there which are not being solved so to, ab- to be able to see that is knowledge but these people are having big dreams oh we will conquer disease we will conquer death we will create some vaccine we will create some some magic potion in which you your life will be increased they're trying to have some somras here manufacture some somras hmm. <coughs> The perception of evil of birth death old age and disease detachment detachment where where they are preaching detachment huh? being attached Oh, get married in fact so-called education places the college are the way are the places where they actually find find their life partner sometimes the partners are don't stay for life partners so whatever it is they are finding in the so-called education place but here we have, what we have to learn detachment Freedom from entanglement with ch- children, wife, home and the rest. Ah. This is what we are learning. How to become more entangled. Hmm.
1: Because
0: they say economic d- development will only happen when there is family attachment. Hmm. Because then the man will work, otherwise he will give up the work whenever he wants. There is no stability. But if he has family, then even if he doesn't like, he has to do because of the compulsion, because he has to maintain the family. So they like to have they like to promote this family, this business. Even-mindedness amid pleasant and unpleasant events. Huh? People are, they are not even-minded. They are, they are depressed all the time. And when somebody unpleasant happens, they are just morose. And if they say it's okay to be depressed, you know, it's natural. Huh? This is the kind of thing they are saying. Constant and unalloyed devotion to me. Completely forget it. This is not even there in the education system. God Is your personal choice, you do whatever you want, you have faith, you have no faith, I don't care. You learn this so called science, so called education. That is school education system today. But here, unalloyed devotion to me, aspiring to live in a solitary place. This is also not there. All big, big cities, you know, so much prajalpa going on. Solitary place means stay away from all prajalpa and focus on your spiritual life. That is not there detachment from the general mass of people accepting the importance of self-realization philosophical search for the absolute truth all these are declared to be knowledge and besides this whatever there may be is no- not one of these ingredients are there in the material education system not one and that is education so why we should have infatuation for these so-called stupid qualifications huh? why we just have to focus we have to understand what is real education? Let's take the real education. Okay, this is one education. One definition. The other definition is given by Pralad Maharaj. 7.5 23 and 24 Shri Praharadu Vacha Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu Smaranam Badasevanam Marchanam Dasam Dasyam Sakhyam Atmanivedanam Iti Pumsar Pitavishna Bhaktischen Navalakshana Kriye Tabhagavatyadha Tanmanye Dhitamuttamam Pralad Maharaj said, Hearing and chanting about the transcendental holy name, form, qualities, paraphernalia and pastimes of Lord Vishnu. Remembering them, serving the lotus feet of the Lord, offering the Lord respectful worship with 16 types of paraphernalia. Offering prayers to the Lord, becoming His servant, considering the Lord one's best friend and surrendering everything unto Him. In other words, serving Him with the body, mind and words these nine processes are accepted as pure devotional service one who has dedicated his life to the service of krishna through these nine methods should be understood to be the most learned person for he has acquired complete knowledge so we have to define what is education and change their definition of education why we have to subscribe to their definition of education and say oh i am also iit so what Huh? so what i don't care whether you're iit or MIT or whatever Harvard I don't care and Krishna doesn't care hmm. main thing is whether we are following Krishna's knowledge or not
1: hmm.
0: that makes one really learn it so we have to change their definition of knowledge we don't need to have the definition Hmm. this is Neeti Shastra Rajagishwar Prabhu is sharing. Matravat Paradaresu Paradravesu Loshtravat Atmavatsarvabhutesu Yapaśyati Sapanditaha This is another thing. To see other woman as mother. No, but now other woman as girlfriend. Which woman can be my girlfriend? This is education. And Paradravesu uh, Loshtravat. Oh, others people uh, other people's uh, wealth as garbage. Not interested. But no. I want to take his wealth. I will kill him and take his wealth, or I'll do something to take his wealth. So that is another thing to get envious of their wealth. And then atmavat Sarvabhutesh. treating others as I would like to be treated. If I feel fear when a throw, I mean, if a knife is put at my throat, I should not put the knife at the throat of some animals. I should not kill. Nine ten twenty seven per quoted in. So these are the, this is education. Bhagavad Gita also says what is that? 518 Vidya Vinaya Sampanne Brahman Egavihastine Sunichaivaswapakecha Panditaha Samadhar Shinaha seeing everybody equal. Hmm. But that means to understand the soul. Not there. So this is not education. But uh Kanishdha, sorry. He is infatuated with this nonsense. Okay, another symptom of Kanishta Adhikari, back to the purport um, by Madhima, uh, madhvacharya 11-47 purport. Another symptom of the Kanishta Adhikari is that he is infatuated by the material qualifications of so-called great materialistic persons. Now, and the important point is coming here. Having a bodily concept of life himself, he is attracted by material opulence and thus minimise the position of the Supreme Lord Vishnu. Such a Kanishta adhikari therefore is disturbed if a second class devotee criticizes the non devotees of the Lord. What is that? Such a kanishta adhikari is disturbed if the second class devotee criticizes the non devotees of the Lord. Oh how you can talk like that, Prabhu? You cannot talk like that. You just talk about Krishna, no, why you are talking about you know this 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 thing this guru bad or that guru bad or this person bad or he we should not criticize anyone no Prabhu. Ah, he will give advice to second class devotee. Huh? Second class devotees' job is to criticize. Not not only really criticize, but to preach. In preaching there is criticism. Krishna also, the, the moment he started preaching in Bhagavad Gita, he criticized Arjuna. You nonsense, speaking like pandit, but you're not pandit. You're a fool. Criticize Arjuna. Oh Arjuna, very well said. Hmm? Good. He did not say like this. You fool, you are talking like big pandit, huh? But you are lamenting. What is this? What kind of pandit are you? In fact, he, he criticizes even more. You are behaving like a, a, a eunuch. Half man, half woman. You don't have the manliness also. Forget about uh, uh, spiritual knowledge. You are Masma Partha, Shudram Daurbalyam. What are you doing sitting like a girl and crying? What is this? Man up. Man up and fight. What is this? Your heart is so weak that you are falling for all these things. How we criticize heavily. Anarya you, you, Arya means a, a civilization directed towards self-realization. That means liberation. So Anarya, you are first of all behaving like an uncivilized person. You are uncivilized if you are crying like this. You will not get liberation like this. Anarya. Aryas get Aryans, they get liberation because they are treading the path of the Vedas. Krishna consciousness. Anarya, you won't get liberation. Asvargyam, you won't get heaven. Akirtim, in this world also, you will not have any fame. What are you trying to achieve? Don't behave like a stupid fellow. He told. How how criticize? So a preacher has to criticize. So he has to criticize not only sometimes disciples to, 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 to show that I'll show you another part in second chapter of Bhagavad Gita where he subtly criticizes. See 226. See, Krishna is explaining many reasons why we should not why you should not be lamenting. He said Yes, the soul is eternal body is temporary so many in so many ways but here he's saying even if you think the soul is not eternal you see if however you think that the soul or symptoms of life is always born i mean you see every moment because the vaibhashukas the the modern materialistic scientists they say that you know every moment so many births are taking place in every species right so by the combination of some chemicals life is being produced so every soul is always born so this life is always coming out from these chemicals and dies forever. So even if you think the soul is or symptoms of life are always born and dies forever, and once it's finished, it's, it's finished. The, the the identity of the soul is finished with the body. Even if you think that way, still you have no reason to lament. Because some bubbles come and bubbles go. Who 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 cries over some bubbles? Who cries over some temporary things like this? Yes, yes, they have been chemicals. Now they are producing, I mean, they are showing some life and then after some time they will again become chemicals. So after all, they are chemicals anyway. So chemicals are not lost. And nobody cries over some loss of chemicals. So even then you should not. But he said this. nityajatam So even if you have this philosophy, even if you come from that angle, it is still not lamentable. But Tathapitvam mahabaho. He called him mahabaho. And Prabhupada explains why Mahabahu. See, but at the same time, Krishna sarcastically addresses Arjuna as Mahabahu, Mighty Am, because he at least did not accept the theory of Vaibhashikas, which leaves aside the Vedic wisdom. Hmm. So, at least, Arjuna, I don't expect you to be so stupid that you are going to accept this Vaibhashika philosophy. But even if you come from that angle, I have covered it. But I am, I, I don't think you are as stupid. I am calling you Mahabaho. You are at least a follower of Vedic principles. So, you should not accept that philosophy. But even if you accept that philosophy, even from that angle, I have covered it. So, you see, he is still criticizing the Vaibhashikas. Those who have that philosophy. You see? See here. So, that means a, a teacher, he will show that this is wrong philosophy so for that there is criticism required how can you say there's no need of criticism so when see there is always a class of philosophers almost akin to the Buddhists who do not believe in the separate existence of the soul beyond the body when Lord Krishna spoke the Bhagavad Gita it appears that such philosophers existed and they were known as Lokayatikas and Vaibhashikas such philosophers maintain that life symptoms take place at a certain mature condition of material combination Modern material scientists and materialist philosophers also think similarly. Same. So, Lord Krishna's time also, such philosophers existed. So, he is uh, criticizing them. He's saying, Arjuna, you are Mahabhava. You are a great person. You know, follower of Vedic principles. So, I expect you not to subscribe to such stupid philosophy. But even if you did, here is the answer. So, in this way, he, he criticized. So sometimes, the preacher will criticize. Bhaktisidana so Thakur was known for criticism. Criticizing everybody. In fact, Prabhupada also said, I criticize everyone. Everything that falls short of complete surrender to Krishna, I will criticize. Prabhupada himself said. He said, in India, I am the only one who is criticizing everything that falls short of complete surrender to Krishna. See. Such a Kanishta Adhikari therefore is disturbed if a second-class devotee criticizes the non-devotees of the law. In the name of compassion or kindness, a Kanishta Adhikari approves of the non-devotional activities of such materialistic men. Because the Kanishta Adhikari is ignorant of the higher realms of devotional service and the unlimited transcendental bliss of Krishna consciousness, he sees devotional service merely as a religious aspect of life but thinks that life has many enjoyable and worthwhile non-devotional aspects. It is one, you know, I always call it like this. Krishna Consciousness, you know, when you're eating a meal, you have a main, main course and uh, so many side dishes. So, this uh, life is like, you know, thali. In India, there is thali. Uh, Krishna Consciousness is one chutney there on the side. The main rice is here, enjoyment. And there are many sabjis, many dals, you know, pachadi and all these things are there. Chutney is there. and chutney, this, this Krishna Consciousness is one of the chutneys, side dish. Or maybe let's move it put it a little bit better, maybe it is because it is a little bit sweet, so I can hear some nice bhajans and a little bit sweeter than the rest of the So I am let's say Chakra Pongal some yeah, sweet. So sweet on the side, or North Indian means halva. Yeah, let let us call that Halwa or in South India Chakra Pongal And that is Chakra Pongal this, this is not Chakrapangal. Yeah, this is the main course. Okay? And there is actually only one course, that's only other all side dish all are poison. We have to come to that point where we understand Krishna consciousness is the only thing we have to do. It is not that life has other worthwhile non-devotional aspects. Work is also nice. Family is also nice. Uh, the, the the what is that? My hobby is also nice. Sometimes I will travel and you know enjoy you know to go to some uh, tourist attractions and you know that is also nice. And devotion also I will do, but you know uh, this is the kind of devotion This is the Third class devotee, Prakrita Bhakta, Bhakta Praya, materialistic devotee. So Madhvacharya says that such a person, uh, therefore, he becomes angry when second class devotees who are experiencing that Krishna is everything criticize the non devotees. Madhvacharya says that such a person, because of his rudimentary faith in Krishna, is considered a devotee because at least he has some faith in Krishna, but he is Bhakta Adhama. A devotee on the lowest standard if such materialistic devotees follow the rules and regulations of deity worship they will gradually be elevated to a higher standard and eventually become pure devotees of the Lord unless they commit offenses against other devotees in which case their advancement will be checked Shilmadvacharya states Tad Bhaktana, Kurir, Vishnav, Apidvesham. Uh, Apidvesham. those who neglect or show indifference to the devotees of the Lord are to be considered offenders at the lotus feet of Vishnu what is that Those who neglect or show indifference to the devotees of the Lord are to be considered offenders at the lotus feet of Vishnu. Similarly, those who disrespect the demigods will become bereft of devotional service and be forced to rotate again and again within samsara, the cycle of birth and death. Puja Devas, Tata, Sada. The demigods are always to be offered respect since they are devotees of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We are talking about proper behavior. A second class devotee behaves properly. But... He does not become. He does not like surrender to the demigods, but he he respects everyone in their how they should be respected. He will respect. He will not say the demigod. Oh, Ganesh, you are the supreme personality of God. Ganesh will give nice slap with his trunk. Huh? So we cannot do that kind of things. We have to give a, a respect as much as we have to give. Oh, you are a great devotee of the Lord. Ah, that is proper respect. There is. Avidhipurvakam Avidipurvakam Vidhipurvakam and Avidipurvakam. There is proper way, proper method of doing things, improper way. Prabhupada explained in one lecture. Um, Avidhipurvakam example he was giving. If you meet a sadhu, uh, if you meet your spiritual master, the way you have to approach him is touch the body of the touch the body of the devotee in the men, in the meaning that touch the feet. Huh? Oh, attach the body. Okay, I'll touch the head of Prabhupada. Is that the way we do it? That is Avidhipurvakam. Oh, no, no. I am touching the body, you know. Tadgatra. What is that? Tadbhakta Gatreshu Sangamam. What is that? The... What is this? Uh, Amrish Maharaj. His uh, thing is described here. Tadbritya Gatras Parishayanga. Sangamam. Here it is said, Tadbritya ghatra Parashenga sangamam, What is that? Tadbritya. Servants of Krishna in touching the bodies, contacting, contact of body. So here, Ambrish Maharaj, he he engaged his sense of touch in touching the bodies of the Lord's devotees. So one devotee once asked me, Prabhu, what is this touching body of the devotee? He is a molesting people abroad. How can this kind of word be used in Bhagavad? so because nowadays that's how they understand touching body means oh something molesting is going on but no touching bodies means different ways of touching body man woman means they should not touch bodies first of all okay that's now within men and within women different different okay so a man he meets a, a, a junior uh, he usually a, a senior when he meets the junior uh, he will touch the head right like blessing and equal means uh, they hug like you know the pandavas <clears throat> when they met krishna each of them greeted krishna differently yudhishthir maharaj uh, krishna bowed down to yudhishthir maharaj and yudhishthir maharaj picked him up and embraced him so he kind of like blessed him because he's elder to him bhima almost same age but little bit elder so again krishna touched his feet and bhima would you know embrace and you know you know, he would um, re- uh, reciprocate like that. But Arjuna, they just embraced. Nakula and Sahadev touched the feet of Krishna. Because Krishna was of the age of Arjuna. Nakula and Sahadev younger. So, they touched the body of Krishna in different way. So, there is touching the body means these different ways. So, if we meet our spiritual master, we touch the feet. Touch the head. Oh, I am touching my spiritual master. What you are blessing your spiritual master is. Eh? So, this is nonsense. So, this is avidhi coming. So... Uh everyone should be given respect. Krishna uh, Krishna Tiasa Giritham Manasadrieta. We have to mentally honour those who are chanting the name of God, Krishna. And we have to Dikshasti Chet Pranate Bhish Chabajantamisham. We have to pay obeisances to those who are initiated. And Sushru Shya Bhajanavigya Mananya Manya Ninda Dsunya Ridamipsita Sangalabdhya. We have to serve those who are, you know, uh, advanced devotees. Faithfully serve. So these three are there. So every, so even demigods, they are great devotees. So they have to be shown all respect as devotees. So whenever we passing by a demigod temple, ah, demigod, I am Krishna devotee. This is nonsense. Then I will fall down. <laughs> what a ah, demigod. A demigod means who? I am more powerful than demigod. Is it? Oh, this is Lord Shiva. Shiraṁ <laughs> yathāda Sanjayate nahi tata prathigasthi he toh Yahshambhutama samupaiti karyat govindamadi purushamda mahambha bhajami If I see Durga temple these all shakta this is all wasting time you know what Durga what is it? No Shriṣṭi sthiti pralayasadhana shakti reka Chaye vayasya bhuvanani bibharti Durga Ichhānu rūpama piyasya chacheshta tesha govindamadi Purusham Damaham Bhajami So we have to acknowledge them, we have to glorify them as great devotees of Krishna. All these are there in the Brahma Samhita. So we have to give the respect accordingly. The demigods are always to be offered respect since they are devotees of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If someone is envious of the demigods, he is to be considered envious of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Similarly, one who offers... That does not mean we worship the Remy God. Ah, Prabhu. Yes, Prabhu. I cannot be envious. So, I will put Shiva in my altar. That is nonsense. That is another nonsense. We have to follow our spiritual master. Okay? And Krishna himself said, those who in the Bhagavad Gita 7.23, he said, uh, 7.20, Prapadyante devata." So, these are all... This is a wrong way. And 9.23 also, Avithipurvakam. So, he said, that should not be done. Should not worship them equal to me. No. But you should respect them when you pass by the temples or you know, any of the time. Not only by temples. Even if you see rain, Indra, you know, when you see rain you can say oh, Indra. Oh, Indra, and you can remember the Govardhan Lila. And you know, like this how he surrendered to Krishna. So in this way you can always remember, you see So how they are devotees.
1: Hmm.
0: So Vaishnava does not foolishly think that there are many gods. Hmm. Okay, wait. If someone is envious of the demigods, he is to be considered envious of the supreme personality of Godhead. Similarly, one who offers sincere respect to the demigods is considered to be respecting the will of the supreme lord. Because by his will, so-and-so demigod is entrusted with this power and he is doing his duty in service to the lord. So in this way, he sees the whole picture. Similarly, one who offers sincere respect to the demigods is considered to be respecting the will of the supreme lord. A Vaishnava does not foolishly think that there are many gods. He knows that there is one supreme personality of Godhead. But I stated many times in Srimad Bhagavatam, the Lord has a mission, mission within this material world, which is to reform the conditioned living entities through the cruel laws of nature. In the Lord's mission within this world, the demigods are to be considered limbs of the Lord's body. So ultimately, this material world, although it looks like, you know, in, in some other religions, it is or God, oh God and Satan. They are two opposing powers and they're fighting with each other. No, no. no. Satan is a servant of God. Hmm. Durga, actually it's Durga. Durga is a maid servant of Krishna. This material world, it, it looks like opposing the spiritual world or opposing Krishna. But actually, it is a place of reformation, a rehabilitation center, where stupid souls who left the association of Krishna and wanted to become enjoyers, they are being reformed to become devotees of Krishna. Let them suffer in their enjoyment and let them understand that this is, I am doing something very stupid and let them realize. And then I will send a pure devotee. Actually, pure devotees are constantly sent but he will contact a pure devotee when he is ready and then he will tread his way back to godhead that's the whole program of the material world and in that program the demigods are doing their part in their service so although they do okay material benedictions they give yeah it is not for the pure devotee but still they are doing their duty what is entrusted to them by the Lord am I doing my duty what is entrusted to me by my spiritual master I am not doing properly first of all and I am criticizing the demigods who are doing their duty properly who am I so this is how we have to understand let me do oh these demigods are not doing their duty so nicely so please give me benediction so that I can also do my service to my spiritual master nicely this is proper way of offering prayers to the demigods oh you are very nicely doing your duty I am not able to do I am not able to fulfill the order of my spiritual master nicely so let me please give me the strength uh, like this you can pray you know, there's no problem for Krishna's sake there's a nice uh, you know gopis used to pray to Katyaini, who is Durga they prayed like this Katya yani maha maye maha yogin yadhishwari Nand sutam devi patim me kurute namaha iti mantram japantyasta pujam chakruhu kumarika here it is a typo it is not Kamarika, kumarika you see here kumarika the unmarried girls so the gopis they were praying to katya durga katya ni vrata they do comes in the at the, in the Karthik month or after the Karthik month, something like that. So each of the young unmarried girls perform her worship while chanting the following mantra O Goddess Kathyaini, O great potency of the Lord, O possessor of great mystic power and mighty controller of all Please make the son of Nanda Maharaj my husband. I offer you my obeisance as to you. Usually people go to Durga or Shiva to get good husband or for a man, good wife, they will do this. So they also went for husband but they want Krishna as the husband of course Patim means not only husband but lord hmm. there is a so this way if you go to the demigods this is this is all right please give me devotion to krishna that is all right but of course we should understand that devotion ultimately comes from following the instruction of the spiritual master Sarvadeva devamaya guru guru is the sum total of all the demigods so, we should stick to the orders of our, of our Guru. Hmm. You No know, Pati, this Pati word, 2420 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Shriya Patir, Yajna Patir, Praja Patir, Dhyam Patir, Lokapathir, patir, patir, Gatish, Chandhaka, Vrishne, Satvatam, me Bhagavan, Satam Patihim. See, how many Patis are there? May Lord Shri Krishna who is the worshipable lord of all devotees the protector and glory of all the kings like Andhaka and Vrishne of the Yadu dynasty the husband of all goddesses of fortune Shriyapati the director of all sacrifices Yajnapati and therefore the leader of all living entities what is that Lokapati ah, Lokapati the proprietor of the planets Dharapati the controller of all intelligence Dhyapati the proprietor of all planets ah, this is Lokapati Prajapatir, Prajapati means living entities. Now, spiritual and material, all planets he is the proprietor. And Supreme Incarnation on the earth. Supreme all in all. Bhagavan, Satampati. Uh, the Lord of the devotees. Satampati. So this Pati. So Matprananathas to mat uh, My Lord, my Lord of my life. So Katyani, they're going to Katyana and praying this prayer. So, in this way, one can worship. There is no problem. But of course, we better not start a whole movement. Ah, Prabhu, you said, I am going to go tomorrow onwards. Every day I want to go to Durga Temple. Don't do these kind of things. Okay. We have to follow our wisdom. But in case we follow, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he was traveling in South India. Whenever he went to some temple, whether it was Shiva Temple or Durga Temple or whatever temple, he went inside. He chanted the Brahma Samhita Shlokas, you know, something like this. This kind of shlokas. And then he chanted Hare Krishna and made them all into devotees. All Durga Bhaktas became Krishna Bhaktas. All Shiva Bhaktas became Krishna Bhaktas. Like this he was converting. So we have to convert. And then only the demigods will really be pleased. Because the demigods themselves are devotees. They know that what benedictions are giving all useless. But they have to give. That is their duty. But they know that these benedictions are useless. Ultimately it doesn't help the soul. They have way more intelligence than we do. So they don't; they understand all this philosophy. But that is their duty. They have to do that. Like Yamaraj. He is punishing the hellish, the rascals. Like anything. But he himself is a pure devotee. He is one of the 12 Mahajans of the universe. You see? Um, But his duty is to punish. One time he got so fed up of his... You know, Oh, I am always seeing sinful people. I want some association of sadhus. I don't see one sadhu in this hell. Because they don't come here. So then, uh, you know, he became... He he, uh, took birth as Vidura. And then he... Uh, heard from Maitre Muni and of course he was in with Krishna and all this Pandavas and all the devotees. So in that way he got association of devotees. Because he always wanted association of devotees.
1: Hmm.
0: So in that way. <laughs> so All these things are we have to understand properly. And you see, <coughs> In the Lord's mission within this world, the demigods are to be considered limbs of the Lord's body. Stated in the uh, Bhagavad Gita 7.20 So those whose minds are distorted by material desires, surrender unto demigods and follow the particular rules and regulations of worship according to their own natures. But there are many examples of devotees who worship the demigods to get benedictions for serving Krishna. Oh, here is the example. The gopis worship the demigods to achieve Krishna and similarly Rukmini Devi on the day of her marriage engaged in such demigod worship, her only goal being Krishna. She also went to Durga temple. Even today the preachers of the Krishna consciousness movement cultivate important people with all kindness and diplomacy so that such wealthy or influential people will engage their resources in the devotional service of Krishna. Of course, this is the words of the, the devotee who translated. But Anyway, let's just read. Similarly, offering respects to the demigods so that we will, they will give facility for the devotional service of Krishna is not against the Bhakti Mar. Although nowadays such demigod worship has also deteriorated therefore Chaitanya mahaprabhu has recommended Harinam sankirtan um, chanting of the holy names of krishna as the only re- realistic process for this age nonetheless the devotee of the lord should not misinterpret bhagavad gita's instructions against demigod worship as a license to offend the demigods who are bona fide vaishnavas Chil madhvacharya notes vishnu upekshakam sarve vidvishantyadhikam surah patatya tamasi harinatah all the demigods are extremely inimical to one who does not respect Lord Vishnu, this is very good verse. All the demigods are extremely inimical—not uh, inimical, extremely inimical. Uh, to one who does not respect Lord Vishnu, adhikam vidvishanti vid vid adhikam sura, extremely. So that means Lord Shiva. Oh, I like Lord Shiva. No, no, no. Lord Shiva does not like you. Is extremely inimical to you if you don't worship Krishna. So, if you become Krishna's devotee, uh, then he will like. Such a person is pushed into the darkest regions by the Lord as well as by the demigods. <laughs> he is pushed not only by the Lord, but demigods also push. Everybody push him. Oh, I am worshipping Ganesh, Ganesh will push you. <laughs> From this statement by madhacharya the devotional sentiments of the demigods can be understood. You see. It is stated that in the supreme liberation achieved by a Adhikari, the most exalted devotee of the Lord, the devotee enjoys transcendental bliss in the direct association of the Supreme Lord and Demigods. <coughs> According to Sri Jiyogoswami, since a Kanishita Adhikari who cannot properly respect other devotees will certainly f- fail to offer respects to ordinary living entities who are not even devotees, Kanishita Adhikari is useless for practical preaching work unless he comes to a higher platform of understanding. <laughs> this is why Adhikari cannot preach. He cannot preach. He doesn't know how to preach. Because first of all, he doesn't understand everything properly at all. He doesn't... He's understanding is not proper. So, look, Jeevago says... Mm-hmm. Because the Kanishita Adhikari's faith is not actually based on the statements of Vedic literature, he cannot understand the exalted position of the Supreme Personality of Godhead within everyone's heart. Therefore, he sometimes, he sometimes thinks... Krishna is only in he in his heart. He is only having direct connection with Krishna. Others are not able to have. This is all, you know, kanishta, kanishta, All lo, Bhaktadham. Therefore, he cannot actually manifest love of God nor can he understand the exalted position of the devotees of the Lord. Krishna is so glorious that Krishna's intimate associates must be also glorious. But this is unknown to a Kanishta Adhikari. If Krishna is glorious, his intimate devotees must be very glorious. So how can a person who is serving Krishna nicely, is not glorious? He thinks he is better than him. This is mode of passion. That is explained in the 11th 25 25th chapter verse 3. 11, 25, 3. Uh, <clears throat> but this is unknown to a adhikari. Similarly the essential qualification of a Vaishnava which is to offer all respects to others. kirtaniya sadahari, is also conspicuous by its absence in a adhikari. <clears throat> he does not respect others. And he wants, he demands respect for himself. He wants to hear respect, others giving respect to him. This is his position. He is not prepared to give respect to others. He is also conspicuous by his absence. If such a person, however, has faith in the Vedic literatures and tries to understand the statements of Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam, he will gradually be elevated to the second and first class stages of devotional service. So Prabhupada said, at least please come to the second class platform. (coughs) Prabhupada said, don't remain in the third class. In other words, we have to preach. We have to advance in our knowledge and preach. We have to have that compassion for others. Otherwise, we have not... We are trying to be that, like Prabhupada is saying in the poem, the the inactive so-called understanding of Vaishnavas. We cannot be in that mode. The nirjana Raghare Vaishnava. No. According to Shiloh Bhaktasiddhan Saraswati Thakura, Kanishta Adhikari should very seriously engage in regulated worship of the deity. The deity is a particular incarnation of the... Uh, supreme personality of Godhead, Archavata. Lord Krishna can present himself before the worshipper in five different manifestations, namely his original form as Krishna, Para, his quadruple expansions Vyuha, his pastime incarnations vibhava, the super soul antaryami and the deity Archa. Within the deity form Archa is a super soul who in turn is included within the Lord's pastime forms Vaibhava. The Supreme Lord's Vaibhava Prakash is an emanation from the Chatur Vyuha. This quadruple expansion of the Lord is situated within the Supreme Truth. Vasudev, who himself is situated within the Swayam Prakash Tattva. This is all very, 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 very technical. Okay? Chaitanya Charitamrita expands a lot on this. This Swayam Prakash consists of expansions of the ultimate Swayam Rupa Tattva, the original form of Krishna within Golok Vrindavan in the spiritual sky. This hierarchy of the expansion of the Supreme Lord in the spiritual world is realized even within the material world, in terms of one's eagerness to render service to the Lord. See, how saraswati Thakur is telling all these things, how detailed understanding this is and it is said here he says (coughs) this hierarchy of the expansions of the supreme lord in the spiritual world is realized even within the material world in terms of one's eagerness to render service to the lord so the more one is eager to render service to the lord the more the spiritual truths of the lord are revealed to the devotee and we can see whether how much the person is advanced or not by how much he realizes these things A beginner in the lowest stage of devotional service should try to dedicate all his activities to the satisfaction of the Lord and cultivate the worship of Krishna in the temple. According to Srila Bhaktasiddhan Saraswati Thakur, actually there is a verse about this. Um, that in the in the beginning of uh, Treta Yuga, after Satya Yuga, in Satya Yuga, everybody was very friendly to each other and everybody was like, there was no irreligion. But in Treta Yuga, a religion came about and to alleviate the situation deity worship was introduced and it became more prominent in the Dwapar Yuga. This is also explained in the Bhagavad I think in the 7th canto. If you can take out the verse, I can try to, you know, uh, take out. I'll, otherwise, I will try to take out. But I will finish this purport here. Because very important, what is Kanishta Adhikari, Madhama Adhikari. Okay? According to Srila Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur all the plenary expansions of the Supreme Lord mentioned above descend into this world and enter within the deity who exhibits the function of the super soul by accompanying the daily life of the Vaishnava. You see? He exhibits the function of the super soul by accompanying the daily life of the Vaishnava. Because Antaryama super soul accompanies us wherever we go in our daily life. Not only one life millions of life. Even when we are ant he is following us. Even when we are pig eating stool also he has been following us okay 714 yeah that's the one 714 39 correct i'll come to that <clears throat> so very nicely explained you see how nicely explained so bhaksadana sarasva thakur says that all plenary expansions of the supreme lord mentioned above descend into this world and enter within the deity who exhibits the function of the super soul by accompanying the daily life of the vaishnava so vaishnava's life in the temple so, the reason why we do this deity worship is to understand that as the Lord is accompanying us in all our activities like he cooks for the Lord, he dresses the Lord, he does Abhishek for the Lord and he organizes festivals for the Lord. And in this way, he He you know expands the service of the Lord, always thinking of the Lord all the time. So, the, the point is that by understanding this un, um, accompanying factor of the Lord in every aspect of his life, He eventually should understand that the Lord accompanies everyone, every every soul as a Paramatma. So that understanding has to develop eventually. The Lord is everywhere and not only in the temple. But that does not mean, even though he understands the Lord is everywhere, he still comes to the temple. Why? Because there is association of devotees. And in that, the remembrance of the Lord is even more, you know, intensified. And he is ecstatic in their presence. So, even after understanding that Lord is everywhere, he understands that the service of the Lord is not everywhere. So, he wants to spread the service of the Lord everywhere. So, he comes to the place where there is service of the Lord, the temple. And then he goes out, he gets the strength, spiritual strength in the association of devotees and then he preaches so that he wants to induce other people also into the mood of service to the Lord. Hmm. Although the Vaibhava or past time expansions of the Lord incarnate at specific times, Rama, Adimurth, Shukalani, amena Disthand. That means the pastime expansions, the super soul and deity forms are constantly available for the spiritual advancement of the devotees in this world. Although the Vaibhav or lo- pastime expansions, the super soul and the deity forms are constantly available for the spiritual advancement of the devotees in this world. As one comes to the Madhyama Adhikari platform, one is able to understand the expansions of the Supreme Lord, whereas the Kanishta Adhikari's entire knowledge of the Lord is limited to the deity. It should not be condemned. Deity worship should not be condemned. It is the path to advancement. But then, to know that only deity is Krishna and Krishna is not everywhere, that is wrong. But that does not mean, oh, I understand Krishna everywhere, so I don't require deity. That is also wrong. Prabhupada says if the Lord is everywhere, why He is not in the deity? Why He is not in the temple? Why you should accept temple, you should go everywhere and not to the temple? Why? He is more so in the temple. Naham Tishthami Vaikunthe, Naham Yoginam Nam Yatra Gayanti Madh Tatra Tishthami Narada. This is also Pūrva Parayor Madhye Paravidhir Balavan. That quote applies here also. He says Naham Tishthami Vaikunthe, I am not in Vaikuntha. But is that a reality? No. But why is he saying? And then he says, I am not in the heart of the yogis. But no, the yogis are meditating on him. So why is he not there? He is in the heart of even Ant. Why is he is Naham Yogi Nam but God is saying, I am not there, I am not there. The reason is that Tishthami, Tatra Tishthami Yatra Gayanti Para Vidhi Which is the second Where my devotees are glorifying me, there I stay. That is my abode. And because in Vaikuntha my devotees glorify me, therefore I am there. Because the yogis meditate on me with devotion, they try to, you know, meditate on my form. And therefore I am there. It is not that, that is my residence my residence is where i am glorified i am remembered and because these places the remembrance of me is there that's why that interest is there for me to stay there otherwise i have no interest so it is not that lord is not there but the meaning is coming from the second one which increases the meaning of the first rule first statement so again that that is to be observed here so as the devotee makes advancement he can understand uh, these forms as they appear in their own way both within this world and in the spiritual sky. Sorry. I should read from the beginning. Nonetheless, okay, Kanishta Adhikari's entire knowledge of the Lord is limited to the deity. Nonetheless, Krishna is so kind that to encourage even the lowest class of Vaishnavas, he he condenses all of his various forms into the deity. So that by worshipping the deity, the Kanishta Adhikari devotee is worshipping all of all the forms of the Lord. As the devotee makes advancement, he can understand these forms as they appear in their own way, both within this world and in the spiritual sky. As long as one remains on the third-class platform, one has no transcendental appreciation of the blissful reality of the Supreme Lord's paraphernalia and entourage. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very pleased with King Rudra when the king, upon receiving an outer cloth from the Lord, immediately installed it as a deity and began to worship it as worship it as being as good as the Lord himself. Lord Shiva himself has stated, "Tasmat Parataram Devi Tadi Samarchanam, worship of the paraphernalia, entourage, or devotees of the Lord is even better than worshipping of the Lord, worship of the Lord. Because the Lord is more pleased by worship of his devotees and entourage than by worship of him himself personally. And that's why it becomes so important for the third class devotee to recognize the devotees as the pathway to God. Not as competition, oh, and I want to get these devotees out of the way. And I want to be the servant of the Lord. No. To get to the Lord, we have to Chadya Vaishnav Nishtar paiche keva Without serving the devotees, we cannot go to, the, go to Krishna. Madhakta Puja Worship of devotees is higher than worship of Krishna. <coughs> oh, this is very long purpose, you see. Very important though. Very, very important. According to Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saratvaj Thakur, the inability of the Kanishta Adhikari to appreciate the Lord's devotees, entourage, and paraphernalia indicates that such a materialistic Vaishnava is still affected by the speculative understanding of the Karma Vadis and Mayavadis, those who are dedicated to sense gratification and impersonal speculation of, about the Absolute. Let us read that again. The inability of the Kanishta Adhikari to appreciate the Lord's devotees, entourage, and paraphernalia indicates that such a materialistic Vaishnava is still affected by the speculative understanding of the Karma Vadis and Mayavadis. Why Karma Karma Vadis and Mayavadis? who are dedicated to sense gratification and impersonal speculation about the Absolute. Why? Why he is affected by the speculative understanding? Because Karma Vadis think that everything in this world is for their enjoyment. So sometimes he does not respect the paraphernalia of the Lord as being paraphernalia of the Lord but he wants to enjoy so, that is Karmavada. So, he is still affected by the vada philosophy. And sometimes Gyanavada, he rejects. Ah, eh, I don't want to be on social media. It's all, you know, poison. You see? All this Maya. No, yeah, if you, if, if I, you know, take association from social media, yeah, it's going to be Maya. But if we can preach, and if we can connect with other devotees, that's not Maya. For Krishna's work, nothing is Maya. So, that is a jnani. He renounces. And those who want to enjoy, he is enjoyer, karma, karmi. Those who want to renounce, they are jnani. But bhakta is different. That's why Prabhupada said, we are not enjoyers, we are not renouncers. We are devotees. We are not bhogis, we are not tyagis, we are sevies. We have to serve. And serve means, again, seva and daya is different. Oh, I am doing uh, manav seva. Seva is to one's superior. Daya means to one's inferior. To to give a benefit to some somebody inferior, that is Daya, Kripa, Mercy. But to serve someone superior, that is Seva. So it is not exactly equal to service. All kind of service. Customer service and service to spiritual master, are service, service, all service. No. That is certainly some you know, business transaction. This is Seva. Seva means actually service. Service is not the exact word for Seva, that's why. Seva means only it serving the superior. So we are sevis. The person who does the seva. Is the seva. So we are uh, servants of Krishna. So we don't we should not enjoy, but we should not also reject. In both cases, we are not understanding that this is Krishna's property. Or oh, this is mine or this is not. Oh I, I, I renounced it. When it was rea- yours, first of all, that you renounced it. It was never yours. So nothing in this world is ours. How can you say I renounced? What did you renounce? What did you have in the first place that you renounced now? You never had anything. So we are not renouncers, we are not enjoyers, we are servants. That's it. Those who are dedicated to sense gratification and impersonal speculation about the Absolute. So this Tadiyanam is very important and actually in the Chaitanya charitamrita Tadiyya is mentioned as what what is Tadiya ah. Madhya twenty two 22.124 124 serve those related to the Lord among the list of those things which you have to do he is instructing Sanatan Goswami and this is one of them serve those related to the Lord and if you see the Bengali Tadiya Sevana And that is counted as 27 to 30. 27, 28, 29, 30. Four items are there in Tadiya. Let's look at what is those four items. Next to us. Tadiya. Tulasi, Vaishnava, Mathura, Bhagavat. What is that Tadiya means? Tadiyanam samarchanam. Means what? What is Tulsi Tulasi seva, Vaishnava seva, Mathura seva, Bhagavat seva. Mathura means the not only the Janmasthan, but also the temple is Mathura. Hmm.
1: The
0: holy place. So Tadiya means the Tulsi leaves the birth the devotees of uh, Krishna, the birthplace of Krishna, Mathura, and anything related to the Lord. Temple is also related to the Lord, right? That is what tadiyya. Any paraphernalia of the Lord is Tadiya. Hmm. And the Vedic literature Shrimad Bhagavatam. Tadiya Sevan means we have to read Bhagavatam. We have to distribute Bhagavatam to others, distribute the books to others, and read ourselves, that is proper service. Not only I read and I close the book. Thank you. Very good philosophy. Hare Krishna. Sleep. No. Distribute others. If it's so good, then why I'm not distributing? If my phone is very good. Oh, iPhone. Latest iPhone. Oh, very good. Very good. Hey, see see this feature. I will show to others, right? So, if the Bhagavatam is so good. See, this is the book. I should show to others. But if I'm not, that means I do not understand that I, there's no understanding of this. So, Krishna is very eager, to, very eager to see his devotees serve tulasi Vaishnavas, and Bhavatam. Actually, if we understand, as we advance, we will understand that everything in the world is tadiya. What is not related to the Lord? But of course, we, we don't worship everything. We don't worship table and we don't worship laptop, do arati. No. But we have to use them in Krishna's service. Hmm. Everything should be employed in Krishna's service. Everything. Modern actually Prabhupada mentions that in the song in the last Adunikam Sanchar Sadhan. Actually that means modern communication tools. Uh, he says in different way, all the modern communication tools has to be used in Krishna's service. That is tadiya. It becomes tadiya. It was not tadiya, but now it becomes tadhya when it when it is used in the service of the Lord, it is a paraphernalia in the service. So as long as it is a, as it is a paraphernalia on the service of the Lord, it is Tadiya. Hmm. So otherwise we are Karmavadis, Mayavadis. Mayavadis because sometimes we renounce Mayavadis. Sometimes we enjoy Karmis. Hmm. That's why Baksudan Saraswatakur said, the inability of the Kanishta adhikari to appreciate the Lord's devotees, entourage and paraphernalia indicates that such a materialistic Vaishnava is still affected by the speculative understanding of the karmavadis and Mayavadis, those who are dedicated to sense gratification and impersonal speculation about the Absolute. Srila Prabhupada often said <coughs> that only the impersonalist desires to see Krishna alone. We desire to see Krishna with his cows, fr- his friends, parents, gopis, flute, jewelry, forest scenery and so on. Krishna is gorgeous in the setting of Vrindavan. It is in the land of Vrindavan that Lord Krishna, surrounded by so many beautiful associates, manifests his exalted indescribable beauty. Similarly, the unique mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is exhibited in the activities of his pure devotees. Okay, let's see that this this picture of Krishna's friends, gopis, flute and everything. This is uh, mentioned nicely in this verse. (coughs) Many, 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 many verses are there. This is just one of them. Very beautiful verse. Not this. <laughs> Barha Piedam, Natavaravapu, karna yokarnikaram Bibhravasa, Kanaka Kapisham, Vijayantim chamalam Randhan Ven or other Sudhaya, Puriango, Pavrindaran Yam, Gita Kirti. Wearing a peacock feather, ornament upon his head, blue karnakara flowers on his ears, a yellow garment as brilliant as gold, and the Vajrayanti garland, Lord Krishna exhibited his transcendental form as the greatest of dancers, and as he entered the forest of Vrindavan, beautifying it with the marks of his footprints. He filled the holes of his flute with the nectar of his lips, and the cowherd boys sang his glories. See, all the picture of the entire Vrindavan is there. And Prabhupada said that Jairadha Madhava song also is the whole picture of Vrindavan. So so many shlokas like this are there. So, all this jewellery and all forest scenery, gopis, gopas, parents, friends, cows. This is Krishna. It is in the land of Vrindavan um, that Lord Krishna, surrounded by so many beautiful associates, manifests his exalted, indescribable beauty. Similarly, the unique mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is exhibited in the activities of his pure devotees who selflessly travel around the world, around the universe, distributing the dust particles from Krishna's lotus feet on the heads of the conditioned souls. How they distribute the dust particles of Krishna's feet onto the heads of the conditioned souls? One who is uninterested in this large paraphernalia, entourage and devotees has a stunted conception of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This must be due to the contamination from the impersonal and sensuous understandings of life. Jnana and Karma. That's why, <clears throat> what is that? Jnana Karma Adhya Navitam. Um, Krishna Krishnanu Shilinam What is that? First line? <sighs> Please remind me. Somehow forgot it forgot okay so similarly anyabhilashita sunyam yes <laughs> anyabhilashita no Sankalpa is not the one anukulyasasankalpa is the sixth aspect of surrender this is anyabhilashita sunyam yes so anyabhilashita sunyam jnana karmadi anavritam that means this, all these things you see how deep is this verse jnana karmadi anavritam how deep it is this? By the Bhaksidana thakur's mercy. See, we are, expli- we are understanding so many things. That means all these things. You know, Jnana, Karma, Jana, Vritam. So, what was that? Yeah. How the pure devotees travel and distributing the dust particles from Krishna's lotus feet on the heads of the condition. How they do this? There is a verse. Four twenty twenty five. Sa Uttamashlo Kamahan Mukhachuto Bhavat Padam Boj Bhavat Padam Bojasudha Kana Lina Kana Nilaha Smritem Punarvis Vartmanam Kuyoginam no Vita Rathyalambaraihim. My dear Lord, you are glorified by the selected verses uttered by great personalities. Such glorification of your lotus feet—this is the dust of the lotus feet—is just like the saffron particles. When the transcendental vibration from the mouths of the great devotees carries the aroma of the saffron dust of your lotus feet, the forgetful living entity gradually remembers his eternal relationship with you. Devotees thus gradually come to the right conclusion about the value of life. My dear Lord, I therefore do not need any other benediction, but the opportunity to hear from the mouth of your pure devotee. This is how they travel and distribute the dust of Krishna's feet on the heads of the conditioned souls. By speaking about Krishna. Hmm. So we have to understand all these things very nicely. <coughs> Again still continuing. Saraswati I don't think we are going to make much progress today in the poem. But this is very, 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 very important topic that we cannot neglect. Hmm? saraswati thakur states that after hundreds of lifetimes of faithfully worshipping the deity of Lord Vasudev with external paraphernalia, one realizes the true nature of his transcendental name and mantras and the bondage of one's materialistic mentality slackens. After how many? Hundreds of lifetimes of deity worship. You know, there was one this story, you know, Prabhupada's disciples, first time he brought them from America to India, to Vrindavan, and they went to some of the Goswami temples, and uh, the Pujari was astonished to see, a white man here, dressed in dhoti and everything. But then, of course, he wanted to show that he is superior, and he said, good, good, you are uh, becoming devotee, okay, good. When you become fortunate, next life, maybe... You can be a Pujari here, showing that and he is higher position, Pujari position. Then, you know, of course the devotee felt humble, you know, yes, yes, thank you, thank you, dhammas, you know, respect. So he went to Prabhupada and said that, oh, that devotee, that Pujari from that temple, you know, he blessed me, but that next life I can become devotee. So Prabhupada did not like it. Because how can you say next life? I have made them, I have made you all this life itself from Yavanas to already devotees. So, they are thinking that caste conscious, you have to be born as a devotee or born into this family of Goswami family or something like this. So it was against. So he did not like it. He said, you go and tell them tomorrow that if you are fortunate, next life you will take birth uh, and become a preacher in our Krishna consciousness movement. The preacher is higher than just Pujari. You go and tell them. Of course, I don't think the devotees went and told, but he is trying to educate them that Preacher is higher, second class devotee is higher than just pujari, third class devotee. It does not mean that oh, this is pujari, yeah, this is a useless. <laughs> Please uh, don't take these things out of context because Prabhupada also did puja, right? So Uttamadagari can also do puja, right? Uh, so don't uh, you know, screw out some stupid meaning out of it. So we have to do puja, we have to do deity worship, but also we have to preach. Preaching is the main thing. And if you have to choose between the two, you have to choose preaching. Not the radio mm. version.
1: Hmm.
0: Actually, uh, I was saying this verse, no? 7, 14, 39. Let me show you that verse. when and we'll come back here again. 7, 14, 39. Drishtva, Tesha, Matam, Nirpa, my dear King, when great sages and saintly persons saw mutually disrespectful dealings at the beginning of Treta Yuga, Satya passed, so all were harmonious in that age. Treta Yuga came, 25% of irreligion also came. So because of that, there were mutually disrespectful dealings at the beginning of Treta Yuga. Deity worship in the temple was introduced with all paraphernalia. So in other words, that's why third class devotee has to be <coughs> doing deity worship. Um, because he is not trained to think of devotees as respectful so at least okay start with deity worship in that way you will begin to get this concept of tadia. the paraphernalia of the Lord okay I will I will nicely keep the dress of the Lord the ornaments of the Lord the food I have to prepare nicely I will be absorbed in this so slowly slowly the Tadia conception will increase and eventually the tadia has to be understood to devotees also Tadiya, right? Vaishnava is also Tadhiya. Tulasi, Vaishnavam, Mathura, Bhagavat, Four, Tadhiya. So eventually the Tadhiya, I understand the glory of the devotees and then I will be able to respect them. So when they are when disrespectful dealings, then deity worship was introduced. So that's why deity worship is for third class devotees. Uh, not that second class cannot do deity worship. Prabhu, I am preacher, Prabhu. I am second class. How can you ask me to do deity worship? How can you ask me to do puja? Shut up. Cannot select like that, yeah. We have to do everything, hmm? but especially for the third-class devotees, we have to especially do devotional. Hmm. Some some devotees I saw like that. I we asked one person, one so-called pramuchar who came here. And he said, Prabhu, can you um, do the arati? Prabhu, sorry, Prabhu, I am preacher. I I don't do puja. Oh, okay this is I am not just telling out of my head these things I actually I saw happening hmm. so this this is the point here but you see seven fourteen forty. this is a very important verse sometimes a neophyte devotee offers all the paraphernalia for worshipping the lord and he factually worships the lord as the deity but because he is envious of the authorized devotees of the Lord Vishnu, the Lord is never satisfied with his devotional service. So eventually, that should, un- we should understand that we should worship the devotees. Without the devotees, we cannot go. Just like without the paraphernalia, we cannot worship the Lord. Like we have to do aarti, right? So if the aarti thing is not there, how am I going to do aarti? Of course, we can do mentally Manas Puja, but we are not advanced like that. <coughs> like that Brahmana who was cooking for the Lord and then the sweet rice was hot and he was sent back to Is actually his finger burnt. That is pure concentration. We are not on that level. So we need paraphernalia. <coughs> and Archana is the way where we can use our gross body in the service of the Lord. And Bhagavat Vidhi the hearing and chanting this is how we use subtle body in the service of the Lord. These are also shown in the 1, purport. Right? So we have to use we need paraphernalia to serve the Lord. Oh, tomorrow there are no garlands we need to make garlands. We need to get flowers. So these are all Paraphernalia for the Lord. Tadhiya. Without, without the paraphernalia, I cannot worship the Lord. Without the tadhiya, I cannot worship the Lord. So, we, similarly, without the devotees, I cannot worship the Lord. When we are offering to Krishna the food, we are offering through the devotees. That's why we chant the Prabhupada's mantra first. Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu mantra. Then Krishna mantra. Because through Prabhupada we are offering. Not that, you know, Prabhupada, I keep one side. Prabhupada, you, you sit down. I will offer to Krishna. And I will give you Prasadam. Wait. Huh? Krishna will not accept anything without the devotee. That's why we are putting tulsi also, Tadiya. On every item we put tulsi leaf. And we are offering through Prabhupada. Everything through Tadiya. So that Krishna may accept. Because, ye me Jana janapartha bhaktas janah. mad bhaktanam bhaktas te me bhaktatama Those who say that they are my devotees, they are rascals, I don't even accept them as my devotees, Krishna says. Those who say that they are my devotees of my devotees. Ah, then I begin to accept them as my devotee. Tadiya, Very, very important. Tadiyanam samarchanam. Aradhananam sarvesham viśnur aradhanam param. Ah? Tasmat parataram devi. Tadiyanam samarchanam. Lord Shiva himself is saying. <coughs> so, this is the whole understanding. And you see how deeply Bhaksidana Sarasavya Thakur is explaining. So Srila Saraswati Thakur states that after hundreds of lifetimes of faithfully worshipping the deity of Lord Vasudev with external paraphernalia, one realizes the true nature of his transcendental name and mantras and the bondage of one's materialistic mentality slackens. In this way, as a Kanishta Adhikari gradually comes to perceive the mental activities of a devotee and tries seriously to advance to a higher stage, his materialistic conceptions will go away of their own accord. He then exhibits loving service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and makes friendship with the devotees who are the dear most sons of the Lord. And by appreciating the universal quality of devotional service to Krishna, he becomes very much eager to engage other innocent people. He becomes very much eager to engage other innocent people in the service of the Lord. Further, he, as he begins to make significant advancement, he becomes inimical to anything or anyone that hinders the progress of his devotional life. And thus, he avoids atheistic people who cannot benefit by good instruction. Of course, then he talks about... um, Let's read still. I mean, we'll read the whole thing. The International Society for Krishna Consciousness, founded by His Divine Grace, Om Vishnupada Paramahamsa Parivrajagacharya, Ashtotra Shata Shri Srimad Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, is so nice that anyone who helps this society immediately engages in preaching work for the Lord. That hmm. is true. I mean, even if I just give a donation. But because temple is doing preaching work, I am supporting, I am getting the benefit of the preaching work also, although I am not preaching. Just by supporting the preachers, I will get the benefit.
1: Hmm.
0: You see? <clears throat> Thus, there is, a great, there is great facility for the members of this society to come quickly to the second class stage of devotional service. If in the name of Krishna consciousness, one gives up preaching and instead becomes interested simply in collecting funds for maintenance, he is showing a type of envy of other living entities see we have to push on our missionaries activities this is a symptom of a third class platform according to Srila Vishnu sakravarti thakur verses 45 through 47 constitute the answer to king nimi's two questions what is the nature of devotional service to the lord and what are the specific duties of the vaishnavas see how important it is the whole topic kanishta madhyama especially the difference between kanishta and madhyama Uttama, Adhikari is on a different league altogether. We have to, the spiritual masters on that platform. We have to understand that stage also. But especially this difference between Kanishita and Madhyama. Because that is where our transition has to happen. And sometimes we don't know that we have Kanishita tendencies unless um, Acharya tells us straight like this. And then, okay, okay, this is what I have to correct in order to become second class devotee. So, like that we have to uh, become... course, <laughs> rukmini's uh, prayer dmitri is saying dmitri bhakta dmitri is sharing the rukmini's prayer 100 lives of worshipping <laughs> of course it's a little bit different but um, it's not exactly this but um, that shows her surrender actually that you know she is prepared to go through anything to get krishna that is much higher, actually very high, standard. So, in which section are we? Section 17 only. Oho. So, the neophyte devotee, again let's read that part. Pranahina Kanishta se sevana hi kare, nirjane raghare. The neophyte devotee being bereft of true life does not engage in such active devotional service to the Lord hoping to earn the reputation of a so-called sage he pretentiously retires to a secluded cottage vaishnava pranamya Nityananda Rai markhay premadeya yathay Tathai markhay you know he 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 was he accepted beating from jagannath and he preached this is war war against maya shri Nityananda rai is worshipable by all devotees because even when he was physically attacked by the degraded souls in Jaga and Madhaya, he simply bestowed upon them ecstatic love of God. So, you see, this is the active nature of a Vaishnava. Preaching, taking all risk, Fully active. Prabhupada also took all risk to go to America. He got heart attack. He was physically attacked. I mean, in America, you know, some drug addicts were attacking him. All, I mean, so many things happened. But still, trying to give him poison in the end. All these things happened, still he preached despite all those things. Lord Gaurahari had angrily raised his Sudarshan disc to kill those envious offenders of the Vaishnavas. But by Lord Nityananda's mercy, they were transformed into Vaishnavas. So, Vaishnava Vidveshitave Hoilo They were controlled. Subdued. So, Chakrapani Gaurahari. This is special leela of although he gave up all weapons but Chakrapani Gaurahari. He held the Sudarshan Chakra when Vaishnava was uh, Vaishnava was uh, offended. That means Krishna promised, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu promised that I will not take any weapons. But he broke his promise. Just like Krishna became Chakrapani when uh, Bhishma Dev, you know, promised. He broke his own promise. So, for Vaishnava's sake, he will break his promise. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also. Oh, very... trinada Pissunichana, Tarvara Pissashuna, always ecstatic, always humble. I gave up all this, Chakrapani. All his promise forgotten in a, in a second Vaishnava Prat. So, Tadiya Sevan. Tadya Sevan is very important. Hmm. Cannot offend Vaishnavas so in other words the lord takes care of the preachers the preachers take all risk and preach among the materialistic people like nityananda prabhu and krishna offers them all protection from these rascals chakrapani just like uh, um, ambarish maharaj was saved by sudarshan chakra from i mean durvasa man so actually it is said that in the chaturbhuj form there are it is said that So like the Shankha and Padma are to bless the devotees. And Chakra and Gada, the mace that is to punish the demons. Actually, all are meant for only devotees. Because the Chakra is also for protection of devotees. Gada is also for protection of devotees. And let's see the verse. Here there is chakrapani, gaurahari who protected, and not only Nitananda Prabhu, also Ambarish Maharaj. So many examples, right? Gada also. You see this part. 6.3.27 Te devasidhaparigita ye Yesadhava samadrisho Bhagavat prapanna Tanno pasidhata harer gadaya bhi Guptan Naisham vayam na Chavaya Prabhavamadande Gadaya Abhiguptan Hare Gadaya Abhiguptan ah, see Hare means of the Supreme Personality Godhead. Gada Gadaya means by the club. Abhiguptan means being fully protected. The devotees are fully protected by the Gada and here by the chakra by Amrish Maharaj and Nityananda Prabhu. So, my dear servants, please do not approach... Yamaraj is saying this. My dear servants, Yamadutas, please do not approach such devotees, for they have fully surrendered to the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. They are equal to everyone and the narrations are sung by the demigods and the inhabitants of Siddhaluk. Please do not even go near them. They are always protected by the club, the Gada, of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and therefore Lord Brahma and I and even the time factor are not competent to chastise them. So, Chakra and Gada are also for devotees, for protection of devotees. Uh, Shankha and Padma are for blessing the devotees, just like Dhruva Maharaj. You know, Dhruva Maharaj was blessed by the Shankha and he started to glorify the Lord. Do you remember that part? Maybe somebody can help me take up that verse. Dhruva. Consel. Hmm. Ah, you see this? Satam vivikshanta matadvidam harir jnātvasya sarvasya chahridyavasthitaha kritañjalim brahm kritañjalim brahmamayena kambuna pasparshabalam kripaya kapole kambuna means with his consul. pasparsha. Although Dhruv Maharaj was a small boy, he wanted to offer prayers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead in suitable language. Because when he was meditating, for six months, he he became qualified to see God. So, as he was meditating fixed, in a fixed manner, then the Lord disappeared from his heart, from his vision. And then, he opened his eyes and the Lord was there, right in front of him. And at that time, he was so stunned that he cannot speak out anything. He was a five-year-old boy. His language also will be very... You know, a boy, you see. But of course, he was self-realized now. Hmm. But then he was stunned, and then this is what happened. Um, he wanted to offer praise to the Supreme Lord, Supreme Personality of Godhead in suitable language, but because he was inexperienced, he could not adjust himself immediately. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, being situated in everyone's heart, <coughs> could understand Dhruv Maharaj's awkward position. <coughs> Out of his causeless mercy, he touched his conch to the forehead of Dhru Maharaj, who stood before him with folded hands. And this, then what happened? Savaita daiva pratipadi giram daivim parignata paratmanirinaya tambhaktibhavo bhagranad bhagranad asatvaram. At that time, Dhruv Maharaj became perfectly aware of the Vedic conclusion and understood the absolute truth and his relationship with all living entities. You see, just by being touched by the Consul of the Lord. Blessing. In in accordance with the line of devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead whose fame is widespread, Dhruva, who in the future would receive a planet which would never be annihilated, even during the time of dissolution offered his deliberate and conclusive prayers see so he became so blessed that he could offer prayers like you know the most exalted prayers <clears throat> so in this way and also another ex- expression of uh, blessing by the lord's council is there in the bhagavad-gita itself pancha janyam hrishi devadattam Paundram Mahashankham Bheemakarmavrikodaraha You see, Lord Krishna blew his conchal, Paanchajanya. And then what happened after that? Of course, all the Pandavas blew their conchals. This is what happened after that. When Kauravas, Bhishmadev, headed by Bhishmadev, all blew their conchals, Pandavas did not feel anything uh, disheartened. But Krishna blew his divine conchal, Divyao Shankhav Pradhadmatu the blowing of these different consuls became uproarious vibrating both in the sky and on the earth it shattered the hearts of the sons of Dhritarashtra Krishna's conchal shattered the hearts of Dhritarashtra so they were meant for the protection of the Pandavas so in this way all the things are meant for devotees only so let's go back all the way. Okay, we actually, have to go back here. Yeah. What is the time? Oh, 9:45. Very late. So we will stop here, and we will take any questions that are there or any comments here, and uh, we will continue again tomorrow. I don't think it's going to finish tomorrow. I don't know. So we only finished two sections today. The least in the three days, but I think we have learned a lot today, right? I think you will all agree. Uh, section oh, yeah, sixteen and seventeen. That's the only thing we we'll finish today. Okay. So tomorrow we will start again from section eighteen. So I'll stop here. Let's see if I have any comments or questions here. <coughs> oh, this is that conversation, Vishnujan Swami was asking, when Bhaktivana Thakur stated that he was leaving this planet with his work unfinished, Prabhupada said, then let us finish, we are descendant of Bhaktivana Thakur, so he kept unfinished, so that we shall get the chance to finish it, that is his mercy, he could have finished immediately, his Vaishnava, all powerful, but he gave us a chance, you foolish people, you also work, that is his mercy. When was that? Uh, 1975, 20th of June, okay. That is that, and then 4834 how we should behave with different classes of people. And then we have Dimitri. Dr. Dimitri is saying, Why do separatists, I mean, who stay away from devotees and don't accept any authority, fall down although they perform devotional service also? in 2.63 in the end of the purport it said that mayavadi even though rising up to the point of liberation falls down again due to his not having support in devotional service can it also be applied to the separatists since it is uh, said in 2.9.8 of Shrimad Bhagavatam that there is no difference between the lord and his instructions similarly with the spiritual master maybe they fall down because of insulting the spiritual master or did i just mix up two different things well I think that explanation explanation by uh, Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur about Kanishta Adhikari shows everything, right? So there are four kinds of people Bhogis, Guru Bhogis, Guru Tyagis, huh? Tadiya, Tadia Bhogis, Tadiya Tyagis, Tadiya Sevis, yeah, three 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 so and also another one is guru drohis tyagis are basically drohis also Mm. but drohi is even worse condition than tyagi so if i give up the instructions of spiritual master uh, that is guru tyagi i stop serving him and i fall down into material life out of my immaturity But Guru Drohi is one who is especially envious towards the Guru and acts in opposition to the Guru and propagates that view of opposition to Guru. That is worse than just a Tyagi, Drohi. So there is Bhogi, Tyagi, Sevi and Drohi. So we, this is, so your question is that uh, the separatists, so sometimes out of their immaturity, they may fall down and they will become Guru Tyagi. They may give up the instruction of the Guru. But they may not harm others or they may not like be especially envious towards the devotees or the Guru. They may just have fallen down because of their immaturity. So they are slightly better than the Guru drohis. Guru Bhogis are those who want to enjoy the property of the Guru. These also actually Guru Bhogis are also kind of comes with two things. One who is a Kanishta who's trying to advance but he is not yet understanding. Um, he has not come to, his understanding is not mature. But a Drohi he will do this Tyagi and Bogi in a much more offensive way. Because he is particularly against. So he wants to enjoy the property of the Guru. Whereas the beginner Kanishta he is just coming from his background of enjoying spirit. And is trying to, trying to become a devotee. So that bhogi spirit is there. But he's trying to gradually give it up. Now, in a, if a person is at one point, if two persons are at the same point, it's not that they're at the same level. Because one is headed this way and one is headed this way. The person who's trying to make advancement, who's at this point, who's trying to enjoy, but he's trying to make advancement. That is another way. But one who has made advancement but who has somehow become envious and then falling down and then he's on here on his way down, that's worse. So Drohi is like that, especially. And he becomes Guru Bhogi and Guru Tyagi. Uh, whereas the other, the Kanishta, he's trying to accept the instructions of the Guru. He's trying to become Guru Sevi, but he's not up to the mark yet. So it's totally different things. So in either case, so a separatist means if he has especially inimical feelings towards devotees and he wants to stay away from the authority and devotees and everything that is kind of an inimical nature that is worse than just an innocent kanishta adhikari. you see so an envious person an innocent person this is two different things so sometimes it is out of immaturity sometimes it is out of droha or going against the instruction of spiritual master deliberately But anyway, as Bhaktisiddha and Saraswati Thakur has pointed out, those who are bhogis and tyagis, they have remnants of this karma and jnana. So jnana karma, the anavritam hasn't happened. And the more they do offenses, the more they go down into karma and jnana. Or the so-called enjoying and renouncing. yeah you know this this poisonous side dishes of material enjoyment the main course they give up the main course and he was quoting this verse from the 38 of mukundamala totra we'll just take that verse out <coughs> it's a very nice verse visham <laughs> the greatest wonder in human society is this people are so incorrigible that they reject the life-giving nectar of lord Narayana's names and instead drink poison by speaking everything else if we make Krishna consciousness as a chutney business eventually we will become chutney under the the rolling stone of Maya chutney we will become chutney in the hell they will make chutney out of us Okay. So... ha. Uh, another example of Avidhipoorvakam is by saying that like putting the food through any of the other holes in the body instead of putting through the mouth. That is another very good example. Uh, oh! I have to put bo- food in my mouth, uh, food in my body. Okay, okay, okay. There are nine holes I, I put from the nose or I put from the anus. Put from the what is that genitals? Is that possible? I mean, sometimes when the person is sick, he, from anus it is given some medicine. But it is not for the person who is healthy, right? Or sometimes directly intravenous, intra what? Intravenous, intravenous uh, supply like you know saline, saline water. They put through the veins directly. So intravenous uh, thing. So these are all for sick people when we are in the hospital, yeah, pipes all over our body, but uh, that is is अविधिपूर्वकम् it is not it is not for the proper person who is in the healthy state of life, right? अविधिपूर्वकम् <laughs> means from, yes in the body yes it has to go but through that mouth this hole of the mouth hmm. then what is that oh. this is uh, instagram post or oh, kathyaayani yes i did one instagram post on this kathyaayani vrata Vishwamir prabhu is sharing some cc hmm. anya deva anya shastra nindana koriba Hari Labha Sama Shokadir Vashana Hai Anyadeva Anyashastra Nindana Kuribha So 22.119 So that same point of uh, not, not offending demigods 119 The devotee should not worship demigods, nor should he disrespect them. Hmm. So, I mean, this verse is there. Shri Bhagavatam 4.29.45 Shabda Brahmani Dushpare Charanta Uruvistare Mandralingayar Vyavacchannam Bhajatovanavitu Param <coughs> Despite the cultivation of Vedic knowledge, which is unlimited, and the worship of different demigods by the symptoms of Vedic mantras, demigod worship does not help one to understand the supreme, powerful personality of Godhead. <coughs> <coughs> so that's that. And uh, Dhiradas is asking, Pranam, When some genuine devotees criticize other devotees, in order to save the innocent ones then they often say that one who chants Krishna's name just once is a Vaishnava and if you criticise then it will be Vaishnava Prada. Advanced devotees should be free, completely free from the propensity to criticise others. Please, Can you please explain this? So, he, in his heart, he does not, you see the, <coughs> the, the principle here is, <coughs> in his heart he does not hate. Jesus said, and Prabhupada quoted Jesus saying that, hate the sin, not the sinner. So, hate the sin. So, in his heart, he does not have any ill feelings toward anyone. But to show that this is a, not a proper way to behave, so he shows by example, ah, here is a rascal, example of rascal. Now, we, we are all making, Hirani uh, you know, we are always saying, oh, he's a demon, rascal, rakshas. But he's actually a Vaishnava, I mean, he's a, a gatekeeper of Vaikuntha and we are saying all these things so is that not offence well <coughs> the, the point is they play a certain role and in that role whatever they did so that's a personification of rascaldom Hiranika so so it is not that we are envious of Hiranika Prahlad Maharaj was not envious of Hiranika um, but he was compassionate upon him in fact when the lord killed him he requested the lord please give him liberation he was always envious towards you so it is not a very good uh, way to be, but to show that oh, this is example of, so we should not be like this. So for helping others, he will criticize to point out the fault so that these people may not fall to the same pitfall. Hmm. For that reason, he has to be criticized. If there is something that has to be criticized, has to be criticized. Like Prabhupada, he criticized his God brothers because they did not cooperate in his preaching. And they were just, you know, envious towards him. So, he criticized. Although they were devotees, they were chanting Hare Krishna, everything. But he said, you don't go and associate with them. So, he said like, why? Why we cannot associate with somebody who is chanting Hare Krishna? And because, envious. Although they are so-called devotees. Uh, So, Aparad means, one who is sincerely serving, uh, him, we should not. But if there is some mistake, and then, to help others, Oh, this person, this is a pitfall, you cannot. Because you know, this person is doing wrong. Then, if something is wrong, it has to be pointed out. Arjuna did not want to do Aparat to Bhishma Dev and Dronacharya. Uh, Guru, um, what is that? Guruna Hatya hi Mahanu Bhavan Shreyo Bhoktum Bhaikshamapi Haloke. What is that? hatvarthaka uh, hatvarthakamaam stu guru nihaiwa gunjiy bhogan so he said i cannot find faults with uh, great mahanubhāva like bhishma and drona guru na hatva hi better than that is I ajad just, just, just become a mendicant and live a life in frustration live a life in frustration rather than kill them hatvarthakamaam stu guru nihaiwa he was saying even though they may want to kill and enjoy the kingdom at the expense of all of us, let it be, but still they are worshipable. Bhunjiya bo bhogan rudhira pradigdhan. rudhira pradigdhan means it will be, my enjoyment will be tainted with blood if I if I kill these great souls. So, but Krishna said, no, you have to kill Bhishma Yeah, he is Mahanubhava, he is Mahajan, he is 12 Mahajan, one of the 12, now you have to kill him your list your name is not in the list but still you have to kill him why wrong so although bhishma dev yes so many teachings later on also krishna arranged for bhishma dev to speak so much teachings bhishma parva mahabharat so in fact that is the most voluminous parva in the whole Mahabharata bhishma teachings while he was lying down on the bed of arrows he spoke more than in his whole life even when he is supposed to speak when the Draupadi was being disrobed he did not speak silent but in the, on the bed of arrows he spoke more than his entire life speaking Bhishma Dev so yes so as a personality yes full respect but for what he has done for siding in the wrong side he has to be killed you see so respect has to be given even to an ant. who let's, let alone anybody who is chanting Hare Krishna Respect should be given, yes, Hare Krishna. But, if there is something wrong, that has to be pointed out. Hmm. Anything else? Dimitri's... Singh. There was also such a such kind of a separatist who made fun of us calling neophytes. He said the main thing is to listen to Paramatma and follow him. When I asked him how to define when the mind speaks and when Paramatma speaks, he replied that I should leave Ritvik nonsense and just read Prabhupada's books, that is enough. Then he left our association. Paramatma kicked him out. Good. He said that we need to do things according to our conscience. Oh, you will also understand that Paramatma responds to you if you do what lies on your heart, create and enjoy life. Then pig also Paramatma is, you know. Pig's conscience is that I have to eat stool. So Paramatma is saying you eat stool? He gave him stool, yeah. But is that what Paramatma is wanting to us to do? <laughs> then why we need Guru then? If we if our conscience is enough. Manorathe nasati dhavato bahihi, Yeah. What is that? where is the good quality of such a person who is riding on the chariot of his mind his conscience as you as you rightly asked how do you know whether your mind is speaking or Paramatma is speaking huh? maybe your mind is discussed as Paramatma is speaking Maya is speaking haunted you are haunted so that's why Paramatma comes out as a guru and then directly tells us that's why we have to listen from the Guru. That's why his books are there. His instructions are there. His devotees are there following his instructions. So, we have to take examples from all these things. Alright. Thank you all. Thank you all very much. We will meet again tomorrow. I think this whole week will be just a song. <laughs> Alright. Thank you very much. Shil Prabhupada Ki Jai. आनंदगोरी वैष्णव वृंद की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा